This podcast is brought to you by Acme Markets. Fresh foods, local flavors. 93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show podcast. And now, Preston and Steve's news update with Kathy Romano. All right, today is a Friday. It's February 4th. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning in the news this morning. Philadelphia police say an unknown number of blank vaccination cards and N95 masks were stolen from a Center City vaccine clinic. The cards and masks were located inside a storage room uh, inside Pennsylvania Hospital on South 8th Street. Police say all hospital staff members have access to the storage room and that there were no signs of forced entry. Safety and security are top priority in all of our facilities when this issue was discovered we promptly reported it to the philadelphia police and are cooperating fully with the ongoing investigations at a pen medicine spokesperson in a statement uh, to 6abc anyone with information on the stolen items is asked to contact the philadelphia police i was in there last night stealing bedpans and i didn't see a thing one card yeah by the way Preston, that drum set's coming along nicely oh yes (laughs) (laughs) yeah i'll turn them up (laughs) the school district of philadelphia updated its masking requirements for students and staff. Cloth masks alone will no longer be accepted. Uh, Students and staff who choose to wear a cloth mask should wear a three-ply disposable mask underneath it, which the district currently provides. The school district says surgical masks, KN95 and uh, N95 mask coverings are preferred for those looking to wear a single mask. Starting February 7th, all uh, district schools and offices will be provided a supply of adult KN95 masks to distribute to staff. Uh, We've done a very effective job of keeping the transmission rate in our schools down, but also keeping our staff and students safe so we can have in-person learning, said the district spokesperson, Monica Lewis. Following the latest CDC guidance, Temple University also adopted a similar mask policy as the Philadelphia School District. More than 100 flights were canceled Thursday at Philadelphia International Airport due to bad weather in other parts of the country. A winter weather advisory is in effect for our area with the possibility of accumulating ice in some parts. The flight tracking website Flight Aware now reports 137 total cancellations within, into, or out of the United States Thursday at Philadelphia International Airport. More than 70 flights are already canceled for today. According to a spokesperson uh, for the airport, the majority of the cancellations are to destinations that are experiencing or anticipating bad weather. Isn't it wild? That it's almost 60 here this morning yeah. and there are, are areas that are getting slammed. Yeah. Many airlines are being proactive in canceling flights due to, to the weather just as they did uh, with the nor'easter last weekend a local travel agent says airlines don't have much of a financial obligation to passengers when it comes to weather related issues uh, sometimes she says that they will issue a refund but more often than not they just say it's due to weather and then they give you a year to use your ticket travelers are encouraged to check their flight status before going to the airport in sports this morning <laughs> The Sixers are on the road tonight with a game of Dallas against the Mavericks. The Sixers are in third place in the Eastern Conference with a record of 31-20, and 20, while the Mavericks are in fifth place in the West. Tip-off is scheduled for 10 o'clock. 
Claude Giroux was named captain for the Metro uh, t- Division team in the NHL's All-Star Game this weekend. Nice. Last week, Drew played his 700th game as the Flyers captain, a role he's held since the start of the 2012 season. He is the longest tenured captain in Flyers history. He is 15 games shy of his 1,000th game played in the NHL, all with the Flyers. The All-Star festivities begin at 3 o'clock uh, tomorrow afternoon in Las Vegas. And the 2022 Winter Olympics officially kicks off with the opening ceremony tonight and will run through Sunday, February 20th in Beijing, China. Com- competition began Wednesday with early rounds of curling, and yesterday the U.S. women's national hockey team dominated in its first match, but will be without assistant captain Brianna Decker as the tournament continues. Decker, a six-time world gold medalist with Team USA, went down screaming in agony and was mm. stretchered off of the ice less than 10 minutes into a 5-2 victory over Finland. Despite losing Decker, the U.S. moved to 7-0 in Olympic openers with two goals from Kendall Coyne Schofield and two from Alex Carpenter. And that's what I have for you this morning. All right, thanks, Kat. So we welcome you to uh, Friday morning. Uh, we have a few things that are taking place today. Basically, it's a very intimate show. It's just us and you. I like that. We we set it up that way. Yes. We have, been spending, we have not been spending enough time, time with Time together, nope, yeah. Nope. It's time to be intimate and talk about intimate things like menstrual cups and so <laughs> on. Wait, did you see the the um, uh, Instagram account I sent you guys yesterday? Yeah, what was that about? She is a menstrual cup educator. Oh, oh nice. Oh, yeah. She reached out to you. No, somebody sent oh, me okay. her page and was like, uh, <laughs> if you have any questions, here you go. I mean, she literally goes through, like, there's different firmness in them. And, huh. it, yes, yeah, she, like, she explains it pretty oh, well. It wasn't a mental cup, Kathy? Yeah. Okay. Well, I, I corrected that. <laughs> I <know. laughs> oh, and by the way, Marissa sent another one. There was another account, and she's like, uh, said something along the lines of, we got approval from the butt plug guy. I yeah. know the, I don't know who the butt the plug harness. guy is. The harness. The harness No, guy? I know yeah. that, yeah. but okay. who's the butt plug guy? He's not with that group. He's just a guy who's into butt plugs. So I did a little digging. <laughs> the, no. Um, <laughs> He's into butt plugs. The account that shared that video yeah. is actually a guy who reviews butt plugs. So there you go. Oh, yeah. So yeah, that's what a thumbs up. He found the machine. It's like in China and costs oh. a lot of money, but he said if he gets one over here, he will let us know. <laughs> oh, my God. We need to hook <gasps> him up in the menstrual cup, gal. <laughs> oh, my God. They need to do a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> very, very uh, narrow fields that they uh, that they are experts in. So We wow. can do Budco versus Vagco. We could do that. Marissa, right. did you give any uh, indication as to how much they cost? Because we were talking about that the other day, and I don't know if he actually said it. You know what, Nick? It's very funny um, you say that, because I think he was just complaining that shipping was $100. And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> well. But I was like, wow. we could do that yeah, if we... we pull our money together. Listen. Kathy um, really looks like she I was wants like, this thing. $100 for shipping. <laughs> She doesn't, doesn't care that it's like a, like a, like a, 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 a this most bizarre sex harness you've ever seen. No, I'm not it's the shipping cost. I yeah. refuse. Yep. Yeah. All right. Well, anyhow, we have other fish to fry today, friends. We're going to give away a Word of the Week prize at the end of the program today. We're going to give away uh, some goodies from our friends at the Philly Pretzel Factory that are stopping in today. Obviously, the big game's coming up, and they're getting ready for that. So we will uh, we'll have some, uh, some love to share from them nice. this morning. Oh, and I do want to remind you, we do have a uh, Daily Rush video, a new one. I mentioned this yesterday. <laughs> but I'll mention it earlier in the morning than I did yesterday. Uh, it is the great pie versus cake debate that took place here on the show. They got bloody. Uh, it says a morning show divided cannot stand, and you can now watch that. If you follow WMMR on Instagram, uh, it'll be delivered right to your feed, and uh, you'll get a, a peek at it then. And it's sponsored by Xfinity's Geeks Being Internet, and you can learn more at Xfinity.com. And, of course, you can stream us as we do the uh, on our YouTube channel as we uh, as we do it live every single morning here on the President and Steve Show. So that 
Uh, some of the stuff that's going on today, anything we have to give away today, we will give away. That is a guarantee. So hang in there. We'll take a break. Come back in a second. And entertainment report up with a stupid question when we get back. So stay with us. If you like what you hear, you can see it too. Check out Preston and Steve's Daily Rush on Xfinity On Demand. Acme Markets is making your grocery shopping and saving easier than ever. Download the Acme app to see your all-new deals, rewards, and perks today. Use it to view the weekly ad, flip digital coupons, redeem rewards, and to shop in-store, delivery, or drive up and go. Open the Acme app, flip your deals, and then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Let's give away something, shall we? We're going to do the stupid question giveaway, $150 Fogo to Show gift card. Uh, Black History Month questions. Got these from our buddy Craig Legans from the uh, Comic Book Gurus podcast, our friend. Uh, so here we go with this one. Billy Ray Valentine was a chain belt in Kung Fu. What technique did his teacher Bruce Lee teach him? 215-263-WMMR. Let's see if you know the answer to that. Billy Ray Valentine was a chain belt in karate. What technique did his teacher, Bruce Lee, teach him? 215-263-WMMR. Give us a call right now. Uh, we'll mention birthdays. Today being February 4th, and a rock legend celebrates his birthday today. Ooh. Mr. Alice Cooper. Wow. <laughs> yep, turns 74 years old today. There's a picture I look at in the hallway every now and then. Of uh, Pierre talking to Alice Cooper while he's sitting in a golf cart, <laughs> and it was when uh, he came. He was in town to play a, a golf outing, and, and uh, he's a very, very low handicap golfer. Alice Cooper's probably close to scratch. I know that he was at one point probably a scratch golfer, uh, but um, he is. Uh, you know, he's just that perennial guy. He certainly had his own thing. Made made a huge noise when he was in his prime. You'd be like, oh my god, that you, that you're listening to the devil. Yeah, and, totally. and, and uh, yeah. there's a great documentary on the construction of the Alice character. Yeah. He was doing okay with the band, and then they said, uh, and his agent and manager at the time, they worked together and came up with this thing, and they said, what's the best way to make you pop? And they determined getting parents not to like it. Yeah, yeah. And, and he, it worked. He did it. He, yeah. He scared everybody, man. <laughs> He's such a nice guy, though. I was working yeah. for beer at the time, <laughs> and like he was hanging out with, a, Alice was, with a bunch of, uh, drunk MMR listeners who were there on the course, and and yeah, I think he had like a, a one handicap at the time. Wow! Um, but he he was so uh, kind to everybody that that was there that day. He met and shook hands and took pictures. He just he's a super nice dude, and he's been such a lover of golf his entire life that <laughs> even when he was in the height of his you know shock rock fame, right. he would kind of have to disguise himself <laughs> to go play golf because it would have shot the image. It would have killed right? his image. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> to see him out on the green, and not only that. You remember the? Uh, it was. It was a. I think it's in another documentary where he talks about his love of the Bee Gees and Saturday Night Fever. And he goes. He goes. I had to keep that so quiet. <laughs> He's seventy four today. Uh, very beautiful actress Gabrielle Anwar uh, is fifty two today. So incentive of a woman in the tango scene. He's right. the young lady that uh, uh, that uh, Al Pacino dances <laughs> with. Yeah. And uh, she, then she went on to do the show uh, Burn Notice. Uh, had a nice run there, so she is... Roasted. 52 today. Burn Notice. Roasted. <laughs> uh, we'll explain that one. <laughs> Oscar De La Hoya, the retired boxer. The golden boy. 
uh, turns 49 years old today. I thought I something saw something last year that he was going to come out of retirement to fight. Nothing I, yet. Nothing that I've really seen or heard of as what of yet. He? He's uh, 49. Okay. Yeah, uh, Michael Gorgian. Uh, I guess that's how you pronounce his name. He was on Party of Five. He's 51. Not familiar. I don't remember. I did watch Party of Five, though. Yeah, I what watched. Is it? What's the last name? Some of it. Gorgian. G-O-O-R-J-I-A-N. Oh, the Gorgio. You know, Gorge. <laughs> Gorgio. Gorge. Oh, I think he was, um, what was her name? Nev... Nev Campbell? Nev Campbell's boyfriend. Oh, okay. okay. All right. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, then we also have uh, Dan Quayle, former vice president of the United States, served under George H.W. Bush. He is 75 today. My wife uh, waited on him one time. Oh, yeah? And he was a good tipper. Where? Uh, a restaurant. Working? She was just uh, in, in D.C. Okay. So, yeah. So, uh, and uh, she was mm. living with my sister-in-law at the time. Yeah. And, um, yeah, yeah. Uh, couldn't have been nicer. And when he left politics, like, he left, right? He yeah. didn't do anything afterwards. Went right back to adult films. Oh, oh wow. Yeah. Good for him. <laughs> All right. That, that feels very good. Uh, Lawrence Taylor, LT. Uh, football Hall of Famer. What's that all about? I just don't like Okay, you don't like him. That's why oh, you played that. Okay, okay I, I didn't did. know that. I'm looking for the audio. Uh, LT is uh, 63 today. Mm-hmm. Uh, so funny in, uh, in the movie... Um, Water, the water boy. Yeah. He tells yeah. the, the youth that he's talking to to not smoke crack. <laughs> LT uh, dabbled a little right. bit. Yes, in, he uh, did. In, in yeah. Some drugs. Every drug there was. Mm-hmm. He's 63 <laughs> today. Uh, actor Rob Corddry and comedian. He's been on our show a few times. Yeah, he's great. Uh, he celebrates his 51st birthday today. He's exceptionally good in a Hot Tub Time Machine, those movies. Yep. yep. And then, Nick, hang on a second. Oh, yeah. Go back, because there was a, there were a couple that I want. It's, it's Hannibal uh, Burris' birthday oh. today. We were just talking about uh, Cosby and how he basically set the tumbling of Bill Cosby in motion. Yes, correct. So he is. Hang on here. Nick is uh, is uh, some some of the birthdays I have are not on my page here, and they're on the IMDb. Where did you see page. Hannibal? Right there. there. He is, he is uh, thirty nine today. And then I saw another birthday. Uh, Natalie Imbruglia. Ah, uh, the Australian songstress. <laughs> she's like Nelly Furtado. A lot like Nelly yeah, Furtado. Nelly Furtado. Natalie Imbruglia. Uh, no, she's nothing like Nelly Furtado. But uh, she was a she was a soap opera star Deuce. in uh, in Australia. And Absolutely. then she's like, I'll try recording a couple songs. And then she had a hit with that song, Torn. Wasn't she married to the, the lead singer of Silverchair? I believe so for a little bit there, yeah. Uh, so she is uh, 47 today. Just some beautiful eyes on her. All right, let's see if we can get an answer to the stupid question. Billy Ray Valentine was a chain belt in karate. What technique did his teacher, Bruce Lee, teach him? Uh, 215-263-WMMR. And I'm going to go to Rick. Hey, Rick. Hey, good morning, guys. All right, what was the name of that technique that Bruce Lee taught him? Uh, the quarter of blood technique. You got it, quarter of blood technique. A quart of blood fall out of the person's body. <laughs> Karate man. <laughs> and since you got that right, we have a $150 Fogo to Show gift card, and you can try new favorites like their fire-roasted pachana. Pachana. Or, or richly marbled ribeye as part of the full churrasco experience. And uh, you can pair them with Fogo's expansive collection of South American wines. Make a reservation for Center City or King of Prussia at Fogo.com. Oh, I thought we were going to play Karate Man. No, 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 I don't have that. Uh, okay. But <laughs> I love that scene as well. Uh, we only have a couple of Trading Places scenes. Uh, uh, and all right. That was one of my faves. All right, so <laughs> let's get into some of the entertainment stuff here. Uh, Rebel Wilson has obtained a temporary restraining order. Huh? 
Yeah, against a 39-year-old man who falsely believes that they have a son together. And right. do they? Oh, you said falsely. No, falsely. Oh. No. According to legal documents obtained by TMZ, the alleged stalker has been harassing the Pitch Perfect star for months. Rambo, I can sing a cappella too. <laughs> oh, my God. Do a diddy diddy dum diddy do. <laughs> That's scary. Maybe they are a couple. Uh, so she... <laughs> She claims. I guess when Halle Berry's out of town, right. he jumps over to Rebel Wilson. She claims the guy found her Los Angeles home and dropped off a handwritten note, actually a few handwritten notes, and strange, and strange gifts for their fictional 20-year-old son. It's a gold dip rose. <laughs> Wait, so she's 39 years old, yeah. right? And uh, they supposedly have a 20-year-old son together. That would be a tough one to pull off. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he also described in writing how they met at a club in 2001, something that Wilson says is a complete lie. What do you do for a living, pretty lady? And a judge has ruled that the man must stay 100 yards away from the actress. So I guess he has to yell to her. <laughs> <if> he... <laughs> Hey! Hey, Rambo! Oh, my God. Yeah, terrible. <laughs> Have you seen uh, Rebel lately? Dude, yeah, I just pulled up her Instagram account. Yeah. She, she looks like an entirely different like, person. you would not recognize no. her. Um, and, and good for her, you know, yeah. uh, if that was all achieved the, the proper way. But, yeah, man, wow, what a turnaround. Yeah, if she's happy. 100 pounds or more, right? I, I also, you, yeah. her... Her handlers pressing you reported a while ago basically were saying in the way Hollywood is so fond of doing, um, you're ruining your career by getting healthy uh, yeah, because she played roles that weren't that. I know, I know. But I wonder if she'll be able to hang on to it or not. It's really hard. I mean, because she was, um, you know, she was a very large girl. Yeah. And, uh, and she if got... I know Rebel, she will. Okay, yeah. so we, we shall see. But whatever whatever she's happy doing... You uh, can't have a child with someone and not know how they tick. I am uh, happy for her, so... Uh, Anna Kendrick being sued in federal court by a photographer... This who is an outrage. ...claims that she ripped off his work. Huh. According to court documents obtained by Radar... Is the picture of a large black man sitting at the edge of a bed? No, oh. it's not. Uh, <laughs> Ulysses Ramales is suing the Pitch Perfect star. There's our second Pitch Perfect uh, yeah. story here. Hey! Quinky <laughs> dink! Uh, for posting images that he took of her walking in New York City to her Instagram account without any credit or paying a license. I remember when this happened. We were talking about, in fact, it had to do with credit and, and like the photo we were talking about, uh, you know, in the uh, cappuccino yesterday, if you missed it, yeah. listen to the podcast. But yeah, yeah. that that's something. You have to be aware of who has the rights to the photos you use. Yep. The suit is seeking at least $150,000 in damages, uh, <laughs> plus yeah, an, in- an injunction prohibiting the actress from using any more of his photos. I do think, though, it's a little ridiculous. It's you. It is, yeah. it is the picture of you. You should tell them if they can use it. Well, here's the deal. If you are out on the street and someone takes a picture of you um, and you are out in, in public and they want to use it, they can use it. Yeah. Right? I mean, you, they would not have to get... Right. Okay. But all right. Maybe. Well, but but this. I'm just saying this. Like even. I mean, we've worked with photographers in the past, and if if they're paid for their job to take your picture, you should be able to do what you want with it. The lines might be blurry in in some cases because uh, a lot of times now, Kathy, you'll see if they'll take a shot of people out on the street. Sometimes, even for the news, I've seen them blur faces. You know. So I don't know. 
legally now where things where it stands. stand. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what the the nature of these photos are. I don't know if he if she paid him to take the photos. Like That's unless a good question. the agreement is you can't use these unless you tag me or whatever. Okay, mm-hmm. fine. But I mean, it, it's still. Well, when, when I read this, I I didn't see any contractual. I didn't think that. I just okay. thought she had she had found these. She found these pictures that this guy has taken and liked them of her because there's loads of pictures. Right, of her right, right, yeah. right. So she posted that, but without giving him credit for the photo. So I, I don't confused. know. I could be wrong. So uh, the suit is seeking at least one hundred fifty thousand dollars in damages, plus an injunction prohibiting the actors from using any more his photos. Uh, the outlet reports that the image at the center of the suit is still on Kendrick's Instagram page. Uh, but Nick Nick pulled up her page. I don't know which one it is. Uh, but is that yeah. one with her in, with the bill, billiard balls in her mouth? <laughs> no, I, I haven't seen that one. So, uh, yeah, not really sure. But uh, we'll see where this court case goes. Huh. Now. Sex in the Cities. Samantha Jones got a one-way ticket to London. Executive producer Michael Patrick King explained to the actress, Kim Cattrall does not have an open invitation to return as the publicist on And Just Like That. King said, nope. Just like there was no thought that Kim would ever participate in and just like that because she said what she has said. Why Um, didn't they kill her off then? I I don't know. Right? If you wanted to completely close that door. They think it's kind of jabbing at her a little bit. Right, yeah. The character is is still around but not available. I hear she's hooking. Um, so right, she's just make yeah. her the most representable. Oh my god, I, I saw her over the weekend. She's got huge pus filled blisters around her lips. Well, Cynthia Nixon said that she enjoyed how and just like that continuously references Samantha and the rift between her and the, right. the rest of the group. So they, I think they kind of find it a little bit of a jab at her. Do you know, they brought up also, uh, John Corbett was a part of that show for a while. Yeah. I know you're a fan, and, yeah. and he's hasn't. Been involved. I don't know. Yeah. I have no idea what his story arc was, and I don't know uh. why he wouldn't be on. But you never know. Maybe down the road they'll they'll bring him in. Uh, King had added that he was firm in his stance that fans should not expect Control to reprise her role on the spinoff. He said, "The only place I participate in magical thinking is in fiction. You take people at their word, and you're a smart producer, and you don't back yourself into a corner. Magically thinking." It's great to have Samantha. <laughs> I have no realistic expectation of Kim Troll ever. Appearing again. If they really want to rub it in, Preston, cast Terry Bradshaw in that role <laughs> as Carrie. Right. Yeah. Put a wig on him. Right. Like do the whole thing. A wig in it and a dress. <laughs> That'd be great. Yep. I, I would love that. All right. This is pretty messed up, man. A former 90 Day Fiance star named Jeffrey Peschel was sentenced to 18 years in prison on Thursday after being convicted of kidnapping and assaulting his ex-fiance during a two-day trial in October Mm. last year. Is this a spinoff series? No. Oh. Uh, Jeffrey Ian Pichel was convicted of aggravated kidnapping, domestic assault, and interference with emergency calls. Judge Kyle Haxon Hickson ordered Pichel to serve 18 years in prison without the possibility of parole. You ever watch that show? Yeah, Rochelle has it on every now and then, and I'll kind of... I'll kind of observe it. Yeah, and yeah. It's like, come on, man. It's so bad. I think oh. it was an answer on Jeopardy last night. They had a reality. Yes. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. I don't know anything about this show. So what's the premise? So these people are uh, trying to get U.S. citizenship. And there's a 90-day right. window. Okay. Uh, and so they meet these people via correspondence. Yeah. And then they come. And then they, within 90 days... Try to figure out if they're gonna if they can do it. Make it work. Yeah. 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 Oh right. my god. And it is so mail order bride and groom stuff. <laughs> the it's guys ridiculous. are ridiculous. Almost always knuckle draggers. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's you can tell uh, uh, 
sometimes you can tell, like, okay, they're doing this just to get a green card. Right, you know what I mean? right. So, Pichelle's criminal history, which included uh, prior convictions of possession with intent to sell controlled substance, as well as two federal drug trafficking charges, played a part in his sentencing. Uh, in June 2019, officers responded to a call of, d- of a domestic disturbance. And when police arrived, the victim alleged that she had been assaulted by Pachel. Uh, and this is according to the suit. Pachel grabbed the victim by the neck, slammed her head against the wall several times. She was also thrown to the ground and dragged. Pachel took the victim's cell phone and did not allow her to leave the residence. That's the kidnapping part. So we look at this guy's um, mugshot. Um, it- it's a pretty standard, well-done mugshot. His- he's groomed nicely. He has yeah, he that good. slightly remorseful <laughs> stare, right? I mean, the, if you're going to take gonna a mugshot, this is the one. That's the way right, to do yeah. it. You're not, you, yeah, right. You're not like, oh, hey. Hey, I don't care. <laughs> I got someone captive. Uh, the victim was able to flee to a neighbor's house once Pashal had fallen asleep. Officers noted a large bruise on her forehead as well as bruises and abrasions on her arms and back as well as on the inside of her lip. And she was also diagnosed with a concussion. That's mm-hmm. horrible. That's At terrible. Pashal's uh, October trial, he testified that the victim's bruises were self inflicted mm-hmm. uh the jury found him guilty okay uh so he they appeared, openly laughed he had appeared on uh 90 day fiance before the 90 days during season four in march 2020 fans called for the network to remove him from the show because of the allegations against him and his criminal history uh apparently he had written on instagram uh in a post at that time uh he said i've been repeatedly asked why i would ever want to be on a show the best show fyi where my life would be put in front of everyone to pick apart especially with my checkered past well guys it is my past it is my life it is my choice yeah if we were all the same <clears throat> fought the same looked the same or acted the same how lame would that be it'd be so lame wouldn't it be lame? lame he just also announced president he's part of a new show called 19 year prison bitch <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it should be very exciting. Oh, so yeah. he was a drug dealer at one point? Yes. Okay, all right. Yeah, he had drug charges against him in the past. So. Gotcha. <laughs> I would tune into 19-year prison, bitch. Right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, David Beckham recently spilled the beans about his wife Victoria's diet. In an appearance on British chef Ruth Rogers' podcast, David talked about Victoria's diet and how she's been eating the same meal for the last 25 years. This was stunning to me because I had no idea that she actually ate. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) He revealed that the former Spice Girls only eaten grilled fish and steamed vegetables in the past 25 years. When I was reading this, Preston, I know people... Who have eaten the same the mm-hmm. same thing forever? I think sure. my my cousin. I think I'm fairly certain my cousin has had the same thing for lunch every day for the last forty years. I had the same thing for breakfast years. for about five years. Yeah, uh, well, on the way into work. Uh, so maybe we can chat about this yeah, later. Yeah, I, I think so. Let's yeah. see. Yeah. Uh, so he said when eating. This is what uh, Beckham said. When I'm eating something great, I want everyone to <laughs> you know to try it. Uh, unfortunately, I'm married to someone that has eaten the same thing for the last 25 years. <laughs> Since I met her, she only eats grilled fish and steamed vegetables. She will very rarely deviate from that. He also recalled the only time that Victoria had indulged in something other than her regular diet. He said it was the time when the designer was pregnant with her daughter, Harper. He said the only time she probably ever shared something that's been on my plate was when she was pregnant with Harper. And it was the most amazing thing. It was one of my favorite evenings uh, I can't remember what it was, but I know that she hasn't eaten it since. Uh, Victoria has revealed that her favorite, listen to this, this is her favorite comfort food. Okay, oh, let's man. let's hear what she considers comfort food. Whole grain toast with some salt on it. Yeah, bread. <laughs> I mean, you know, 
I mean, this let's is, go crazy. Also, this is bordering eating disorder. Yeah. I <laughs> would agree with you on that. When oh. you defecate and what comes out looks exactly like the food <laughs> as it went in, uh, that's she, a problem. She revealed that uh, she only prefers plain food cooked without any oils, butter, and sauces. I like salt, and occasionally I eat the breeze. But you know what? If... If you actually like that, if that's actual, if that's you're getting pleasure from it, yeah, then good for you. Good Absolutely, for you. Yeah. you you kind of win, I guess. I mean, well, that's you, why she's really, forty-one pounds. If you really like yeah. that, well, if you stop, like if you if you take salt out of your diet, you know, adding salt and all of that when when you're cooking, eventually you're. Um, I don't know exactly what happens, but you start to taste, you taste the flavor. You don't need the salt. I believe it. I used to, Preston, I used to, when I was a kid, I'd put a little pile of salt on my plate and I would dip stuff in it. And then I I don't use salt. The only thing I'll use salt on is if it's substandard pizza and I need to give a little bit of taste to it. But otherwise, I don't use salt. And what you said is exactly right. You 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 can start to taste the food. It's better. It's like... um, it's like what uh, I think a bunch of us went through with uh, with soda. You know, yeah. you, we used to drink regular, right. sugared right, up right. soda. I can't even imagine and that. And then now. after years of not having it, you try some of it and you're like, oh, my oh, God. God. Yeah. It's like drinking the syrup. It's, yeah. it's so sweet. I've occasionally used soda as a dessert. That's how sweet I consider it. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, we're getting Philly Pretzel Factory in here today, and I'm excited about it. I am, too. I she, am. Doesn't, she doesn't have that. I'm beyond excited. <laughs> right? And so, like, that joy... Doesn't exist for her. Well, Should we call her up that's, and invite her here? That, that would be her comfort food. Yes, I guess. Bread with salt on it. Think uh, about it. I it's, guess so. We're yeah. a show in the States, and we'd like you to come over for some pretzels. <laughs> it's essentially a pretzel uh, of, uh, in a sense. Right, so, yeah. anyhow. All right, what else do we have here for you? Chloe uh, Kardashian shut down rumors that she's dating too hot to handle alum Harry Jowsey. That's ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the 37-year-old... That's so stupid, I'm going to throw you to the rancor. Uh, Good American co-founder wrote, absolutely not true, in an Instagram comment beneath the not post. true. Which was speculating about their romance. Uh, the post read, one of my closest friends works at a very well uh, very well PR agency. She works at a very well PR agency. I think it should be well-known PR agency <laughs> in L.A. known good PR agency. <laughs> it's confirmed that Khloe Kardashian and Harry Jowsey are talking. Apparently, uh, they've I been, talk to people all the time. They've yeah. been <laughs> DMing back and forth and texting. And last night, he picked up uh, a Bentley and flowers just to deliver to him. She to pick up a Bentley <laughs> <laughs> with one arm. Yeah. <laughs> I love the conversation. It's so free flowing. All right. <laughs> Do that thing where you eat a full frog. So she said, the commercial where uh, K- Kathy, the one you and I have commented the popcorn. on. Yeah, it airs all the time now. I hate it. I hate it so much. I hate it. I hate her. I, I hate her nails. Everything. They're just too long. Yeah. You know, yeah. Are right, they daggers? Right. Are they dagger nails? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> do, wait, do it again, Kathy. She's she's uh, miming this. She's, yeah, she's, she's, she's got it right. This. It's like I've got to get the nails. It's almost like you're playing Operation <laughs> yeah. and don't want to open up a wound on your face. Do we have any popcorn? <laughs> no, uh, not handy, but I would love to see you eat it that way. <laughs> uh, all right, well, anyhow. Uh, other stories. Shia LaBeouf and Mia Goth are going to be parents. Huh. Goth is pregnant, expecting her first baby with LaBeouf. Uh, on January 28th, she was yeah. photographed bearing her baby bump while running Just errands do it. in Pasadena. Uh, Just do it. This is him in the, this yeah. is him in the yeah. delivery yeah. room. Just do it. <laughs> Just 
a nightmare. Uh-huh. This totally. is like that's the, the way that's echoing around and going from channel. I can hear it in uh, different parts of my head. Get him out of here! <laughs> of him yelling, just do it. Uh, so she was spotted wearing, did I mention this already, uh, black leggings and white long sleeve shirt. Oh, my it, God, like every other pregnant woman? <laughs> that exposed the bottom of her belly. Uh, she paired the look with black sunglasses and a pair of Birkenstocks with socks. Speaking of of pregnant, so I, I follow um, this random hot girl, whatever, on Instagram, and she's a, she's like an <laughs> exercise person. So, yeah. you know, she's a fitness. Uh, yeah. And she is like, I mean, like nine months bursting pregnant. Dude, and she posts these videos of her Steve doing clean and jerk lifts. Yeah, come and I'm on, like, man. come on, stop that! Take, take I don't a, need to see take a pregnant break. woman yeah. lifting weights. You always you fear for the baby. Right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um, so Shia LaBeouf has had a history though of of being sort of a not so abusive. Nice. Right? Yeah. So the story is she, they, they were married in in 2016 and in 2018 a rep for the had to confirm that the pair had decided to officially part ways and they were uh they were uh, getting a divorce. Uh they split multiple times since meeting in 2012 sparked reconciliation rumors when LaBeouf was spotted wearing a wedding band in April 2020 while Goth was seen wearing both a diamond ring and wedding band. So now they got a baby on the way. Oh boy. I know. Yeah. But they were photographed arm arm at Disneyland in June last year. Uh, they were riding Big Thunder Mountain Railroad at the Anaheim, California theme park, and they also went to Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. How long a wait? Yeah, so that's them in line as he's screaming about it. Uh, Steve O recently revealed to GQ that he started doing stunts as a way to worry his ex-girlfriend. Uh, He said that he got dumped while attending University of Miami and added, I was so heartbroken and I wanted her to be worried about me. The stunts were initially an exercise in trying to make that girl worried uh, that I was going to die. (laughs) Uh, You know, he is, it's amazing how much he's turned around. I watched a uh, a video uh, podcast that he had done with Corey Feldman, of all people. Oh, yeah. Oh, really? He's, you know, he's just, Steve-O is very together, very likable, very... Uh, honestly concerned. It's just an amazing turnaround. It's a shame yeah. they couldn't all do that. I know, I yeah. know, yeah. Especially Bam. Mm. When uh, people finally saw the footage of his stunts, he says it had an impact impact upon them, uh, prompting him to realize that videotaping crazy-ass crap with a video camera was going to be his career. And it certainly has turned into that. And the new movie's coming out. We'll talk about that in a minute. Uh, New York University's Clive Davis Institute has officially launched a brand new course on Taylor Swift for its spring semester. Ooh. Uh, the course description reads, this course propo- proposes to deconstruct both the appeal and aversions to Taylor Swift through close readings of her music and public discourse as it relates to her own growth as an artist and a celebrity. So would this be a way to become a professional Taylor Swift expert? Yeah, I guess yeah. so. This is a, a college class. Yes. On Taylor Swift. Uh, at... Uh, New York University's Clive Davis Institute. Yes. So it's an entertainment industry. Nick, thing. you wouldn't uh, you wouldn't believe the amount of openings for Taylor Swift experts these days. Okay. Uh, taught by Rolling Stones, Brittany Spanos. You go the, by every ta- Taylor Swift store, Preston. There's a for hire sign. The new class delves into Swift's music and public discourse as it relates to her own. I already said that. Yeah. Uh, the course will tackle topics such as Swift's entrepreneurial skill sets, creativity, and durability, in addition to the culture and politics surrounding Swift and teen girlhood mm-hmm. within the music industry. Sounds like my my kind of course. Uh, so yeah. So if you if you're going to get into that side of things, it might be important to know how she went about it. So yeah. Uh, t- 
see. Oh, um, Kellen Lutz and his wife Brittany Lutz are expecting. The Twilight star shared a video of his reaction to the big news on his Instagram page on Thursday. He is the very definition of a slab of meat. In uh, the <laughs> in the caption, okay. he is he is a good looking guy. He's jacked, but he's if you see him in the movies, um, it, yeah. It's just, there's nothing happening there. In the caption, he wrote, two under two in 2022. Uh Some might say we're crazy, but we say we're crazy blessed. That's what he says. So that's the kind of ability he's got there. Mm -hmm. Uh, Let's see. Oh, uh, Deadline reports that the Scream franchise will continue to grow. Uh, Following the box office success of the latest installment, Spyglass Media Ah! Group... Ah! And Paramount Pictures have given the green light to move forward with another sequel. So they're going to go for I like the original, and then as with so many of these things, it's a, the law of diminishing returns over time. I didn't see the most recent one. I guess if you're a hardcore fan, you liked it, and if you're a passing fan, you probably didn't. Uh, Kathy, Paramount Network announced Thursday that Yellowstone will return for a fifth season. Oh. It's official. When? Like in six years? Or? <laughs> that's a good question. Yeah, uh, that the, seems something that you'd want to eat popcorn over. Production <laughs> will start in May, by the way, for that. By oh, the way, okay. Kathy, uh, Marissa just brought popcorn in uh, for Kathy. You want to execute it? Yeah, let's see you eat the, uh, uh, let's see you eat it the... Like Khloe Kardashian? Khloe Kardashian way. So here we go. <laughs> 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 I love it. She's, you have to push it in with yeah. the, like the second knuckle of her finger because the lips, the lips don't work anymore. Uh-huh. All the muscles, the Botox has killed the yes. face. It, it reminds me a little bit of uh, of Jennifer Coolidge in Best in Show when she's yes. you know yeah. like that same motion, the same mouth. Uh-huh. It's a really good impression, Kath. Thank you, yeah. Kathy. That could have been. That could be the favorite thing I've seen you do. One of my favorite things I've I seen you do. I do a great Chloe Kardashian. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love it. Uh, let's see. A couple more quick things. Oh, uh, the Tales of the Walking Dead. Oh, my God. Anthology series at AMC has added its first five cast members. Actually, some some uh, decent people. Terry Crews. Yeah. Uh, Poppy Lou. Uh, Parker Posey. Anthony Edwards and uh, Jillian Bell have all joined the uh, episodic anthology, which will consist of six standalone stories featuring both new and established characters from the Walking Dead universe. I mean, I never in my life would I have ever predicted that this many spinoffs would come from a show. It's too many. It's crazy. And and again... uh, I love zombie stuff. I get, you know, I'm I'm always up for something new. But in in, in case I know you, you're a fan of Fear the Walking Dead, which was the immediate spinoff, right? Uh, but I mean, there's not. What is this like the fifth? Fear the Walking Dead was the second. Then you had a Walking Dead World Beyond. That's right. the third. This would be the, this would be the fourth. Would be the fourth okay. yeah. So I, I have a question. So so that main story with Rick and and everybody that because yeah, I, right. I watched nine seasons of that and then and then I'd had enough. Um, it seemed to be, you know huge in its scope as far as all the crap that they went through. Are, are these other stories just as crazy deep involved and, you yeah. know, really? Yeah, I mean, yeah, if you're The Walking Dead, essentially it starts in a... <clears throat> in right LA. at the beginning, right? Yeah, or, or it, may, it might be San Diego, but it's Southern California and it starts in the very, very beginning, like yeah. where, you know, people don't know what's going on. Uh, and the, you're casually seeing, like, your neighbors walking around the backyard. Right. And so it's right... As it's starting to spread, the right? Ma- yeah, the main character is a uh, he's a uh, heroin addict, right. and, you know, so he almost looks like a zombie already. Yeah. And he's you know it's and then they end up like down in Mexico, and then they got to get out of you know 
And then they end up in like uh, the desert. Me, it's and, too much. Like, yeah. And this, these, these are going to be separate standalone stories, right? Yeah, six, yeah, yeah. six different ones. Right. Or, uh, five, but anyhow, yeah, they're going to do standalone stories. It's, it's a shame. Do. I mean, it really it, it it's it's all dependent on how good the the actors and the characters are. Yeah. And it took me a little while to get used to those actors and those brand new actors and those characters. And then like they kind of like picked them off one by one. And like my my two favorite, they're not on the show anymore. They're dead. Yeah. You know who yeah. could actually become like a like a leader and a ruler in that world would be that Rebel Wilson stalker guy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, from the walk. Yeah, I can it, do it. Listen. <laughs> he would lead the dead. He would actually become their all right, leader. Fellas, you smell kind of bad, but that's all right. Yeah. Now it's off to Halle Berry's house. <laughs> Finally, <laughs> he gets his revenge. I um, get it. You're walking, but you're dead. <laughs> that's where the name comes from. By the way, I do love this music. Whenever when I would start watching an episode, you know, would have a little uh, yeah. little scene that would come in first, and then this music would start up, and I'd be like, "All right, dude, here we go. What's going to happen today?" Exactly. So I'm yeah. right with you. That, that was nine years of sensational television. But I, again, you and I could. There was one hub you and I could not get over. Yeah, Negan. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. You're, you're dead, dude. Uh, Tales of the Walking Dead is slated to debut this summer on AMC and AMC Plus. Uh, so you got to come in this summer. The show was uh, first announced as being developed in September of 2020 and ordered to series in October 2021. The music will not be the same. Their opening theme will be "Thank You for Being a Friend." Oh, mm. well, it's not being that. used anymore. So why not? And if it actually. <laughs> Stab the slobbering and all that stuff in there. Yeah. All right, listen, uh, it's a Friday. That means uh, new movies are opening this weekend. And, yep, yeah, here we go. All right, we'll start with Jackass Forever. Uh, and, of course, it's a reality comedy with Johnny Knoxville, Steve-O, Chris Pontius, and others. Celebrating the joy of being back together with your best friends and a perfectly executed shot to the ding-dong. Uh, the original Jackass crew returned for another round of hilarious, wildly absurd, and often dangerous displays of comedy with little help from an exciting new cast. Hour and 36 minutes long. Rated R. Uh, theater release today. And Rotten Tomatoes shoots it with 90%. Whoa, 90%. Really? Wow. Yep. Yeah. I read an article that said that this could save humanity or something like that. <laughs> Do you remember? That it's what we need right now. All right. Throughout yeah. the throughout the theatrical movie existence of Jackass, it's always gotten good ratings. Oh, it's really? It's always yeah. gotten good critical reviews. I mean, okay. I, I remember vividly watching Jackass for the first time ever and <laughs> laughing my ass off. And we just saw a clip on the, and everybody in the, in the studio laughed. It's still funny. I'm jealous of how funny they are. I will yeah. go back from time to time and watch uh Airhorn golf. It's oh just it's dumb. It's people getting ready to tee off playing golf and they're in the woods and they keep hitting an air horn and it's just a stupid gag, but it makes me laugh every time. And it's time. little things like when the guy turns around to hit the golf ball at them because yeah. he's so mad and just as he's about to swing, they hit the, the <laughs> air, horn. <laughs> air horn again. <laughs> like, it's just the best. It's the best. Uh, also opening this weekend is Moonfall, science Dude. fiction, Halle Berry, Patrick Wilson, John Bradley. What did you say? Halle Berry's in it. <laughs> Uh, a mysterious force knocks the moon from its orbit around Earth and sends it hurtling on a collision course 
with life as we know it. Uh, with mere weeks before impact and the world on the brink of annihilation, NASA executive and former astronaut Joe Fowler is convinced that she has the key to saving that's us all. J.O. Preston. So that's J.O. Uh, is that what they call her? Joe. Uh, but uh, only one astronaut from her past, Brian Harper, and a conspiracy theorist, Casey Hausman, believe her. I'm going to guess that uh, the guy who played Sam is the conspiracy yes, theorist. Yes, yeah, you're exactly right. That guy to be the conspiracy theorist. Right. Uh, two hours and four minutes long, rated PG-13. It's a wide theater release today, 42%, so not that great. Uh, and then, finally, The Wolf and the Lion. Uh, it's a drama starring Molly Coons. Uh, and Graham Greene, Charlie Carrick, a wolf and a lion. Uh, after the plot is after her grandfather's death, twenty-year-old Alma decides to go back to her childhood home, a little island in the heart of the majestic Canadian forest. Uh, whilst there, she re- rescues two helpless cubs, a wolf and a lion. Uh, they forge an inseparable bond, but their world soon collapses as the forest ranger discovers the animals and takes them away. The two cub brothers must now embark on a treacherous journey across Canada. To reunite with one another and Alma once more. Uh, it's an hour and 39 minutes wrong, long. It's rated PG. Limited theater release. Rotten Tomatoes score a 27%. Oh, man. Yeah. All right. We, we have our clips. Let's hit them. In season two of Raised by Wolves, follow android partners Mother and Father and the six human children through a new and mysterious colony. In this clip, uh, Nima Al- uh, oh, I'm sorry, Neva Alger. Uh, explains the journey that her character, Sue, is about to take in the season. You know, you can see in this season that her faith is going to be tested along with um, a relationship with with Mother and and Paul. And so she goes on quite a journey and it's going to take her to some very dark places. Shut the f*** up! New episodes of Raised by Wolves will air on Thursdays on HBO. It's supposed to be very good, actually. Yeah, I was reading something about it this morning. said it's one of those things that's kind of, it's a great show that's being a little bit overlooked. Yeah, yeah. um, I told you guys about it. Yeah, I watched it. Yeah, you and Seamus watch it, right? Yeah, Uh, no, I think I just watched it by myself. Oh, okay. Uh, I think he probably tapped out. My only complaint is I I feel like they cut, they probably should have cut the episodes down or made every episode really interesting. You know oh, I, mean? I see what you're saying. Uh, as it has a pacing problem, I, I felt like it did. Yeah, and uh, and then so, watch Race by Squirrels. It moves faster. But, like like Invasion. Yeah, remember that? That I told you that had a pacing issue. I stuck with it, and I'm glad I did. But sometimes they're they move a little slow. They don't they don't give you enough. I don't mind slow if you're getting something. Get something. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. But yep. and they do they do give you things, and like there are a couple like, different reveals as, as things go on. You're like. Whoa, you know, like really, really. I mean, and I, I think the concept is really cool. Ooh, it was Rip Taylor. <laughs> Next clip. Here we go. Moonfall, science fiction film about NASA executive and former astronaut Joe Fowler's mission uh, to save the world from Earth's orbit. And star Patrick Wilson explains why he wanted to be a part of this film. I had heard a little of the concept. We were shooting Midway several years ago. Um, and I knew it wasn't a space that I worked in a lot, so both disaster movie and sci-fi, and I was like, I'm in. Stop! Moonfall is out in theaters now, as we said a little while ago, and there you go, your entertainment report for today, my friend. All right, we are going to take a break. We're going to come back in just a moment. Looks like Philly Pretzel Factory. Oh, yeah! I love that. <laughs> <laughs> we'll do some giveaways with our friends from Philly Pretzel Factory, and you can tell we're a little excited. We'll come back in a second. Make sure you stay with us. MMR spotlights the best rock in Philadelphia with Jackson's Local Shops. 
That's right, and this month's band is Pawn Shop Roses. Shop Roses, your local shots artist of the month. Check them out every Wednesday at 6.30 right here on the Mighty MMR. And you can hear and see more now at WMMR.com. Keyword, local shots. Sponsored by Family and Company Jewelers. Find a band that rocks her world at Family. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks, Philly. Own in. Yeah, man. Right. The only way. Uh, I know, it doesn't take much. It doesn't take much. Um, So, (laughs) speaking of food and things to eat, uh, we uh, were in the entertainment report uh, at this story from uh, David Beckham, who was saying his his wife, Victoria Beckham, uh, Posh Spice. Yes. For the last 25 years, has eaten nothing but the same thing with, with... for the most part, so scan few exceptions. Yeah, she eats uh, she eats grilled fish and steamed vegetables for dinner every every day, night, no matter what. Uh, and I'm sure that there are people that have a eat, regular eating habit. I want to know <laughs> if anyone listening has eaten the same thing day after day for years, with except maybe for the rarest of occasion of breaking that. Yep. Just a rare occasion. We're not talking, oh, I, for like three weeks I was having hamburgers. No, 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 we're talking years. Yeah, I had for at least five years, maybe even longer, I ate the same thing on the way into work every single day. Uh, I, I get into I get into a habit. I get into a routine. I'm like I like the taste of this. I it it, it suits my dietary needs. It's and, a ritual, and I'll get it done. Yes, so I would have every morning. Uh, I would stop by Wawa, and I would get a cup of coffee. I would get a uh, a non fat milk and one of those blueberry breakfast bars. Right. I think I don't know if Kellogg's makes them. I forgot who makes them, but I would eat that every single day. And I ate that for at least five years. I realized it one day. I'm like, oh, my God, you never deviate from this, so ever. that's like an on-the-go I'm grabbing. Did you ever have a situation where you ate the same thing you prepared or had it prepared the Not same for way? years. For years, no. okay. No, never did. So when we were talking about this a little bit ago, um, you remember our friend uh, Teacher Face? Um, yes. My yeah, Teacher Face? Yeah, yeah. yeah she's she, great. She won, she won Teacher, um, uh, Best uh, High School Teacher, yes. and then came to, um, to the MMR barbecue. Anyway, she sent me a message. She says, I eat the same thing for lunch every single day, and I have my entire teaching career. When I keep my calories consistent up until dinner, then I can go eat like a Viking at dinner time. Yeah. So for her, every day at lunch has been the same meal her entire teaching career. Wow. So I, I think maybe the habit of it, you get in that habit, and then you like the benefits of it. I, I agree. I've had, I told you my, my super weird lunch for many years was an iced tea, an ST an iced tea, and a pickle. Okay. That was it. <laughs> that was it. That was it. For throughout junior high and the first... Year, year, two years of high school. Wow. That was it. Okay. I just, eating lunch was never a main, it was more, okay, I'll, here's something. But uh, now that I think back on that, I'm like, what in the hell? Yeah. <laughs> I know somebody who's a very plain eater um, and, and doesn't like to experiment or taste other things. And I don't know if he eats the same thing every day, but like it, pretty much. Like, you know, he'll have like chicken uh he'll go as far as wings and then that's it um and no like you know uh mashed potatoes are fancy um you know so so nothing <laughs> yeah there's there's people like that, that. that have limited uh you know intake uh, yeah, 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 yeah limited menu uh but but that i'm curious about the exact same meal at the same time every day i have for the past few years now on and, and it's breakfast that i normally eat the same thing i just i have a, a banana and coffee right uh, uh every day on my way to work like for years now but um it's I, been I, a, a Quest protein bar and or Quest 
protein cookie for about three or four years now. I have pretty much the same lunch every day. You guys always see me eating my lunch. Yeah. Salad and cottage cheese and grapes. Yeah. That's pretty much it. Yeah. And that's that's what I've been eating for years. Philly pretzels. Uh, Yes, we are. Thank you very much to uh, Philly Pretzel Factory for stopping in this morning. All right, let me get uh, some calls here. I'm going to go to uh, Todd. Hey, Todd, good morning. Good morning. Sorry to bother you guys at work. Nah, it's all good, buddy. So what what uh, what do you eat for? So is it one meal or the same things all day long? What what's your regular routine? So when I was in grad school and my first couple of jobs out of out of college before I got married, I would have I was on Weight Watchers and I just found the sweet spot of what worked for me. And every morning for breakfast, I'd have. Two eggs over easy with a quarter cup of cottage cheese and a quarter cup of blueberries and a glass of skim milk. And for lunch, I'd have tuna fish on the, like, the thin bread. Yes. Right, right, yeah. yeah. Like, fruit. All right. And it and, just works. And how, how long? How, how long did you have that every single day? Uh, so, it was to be fair, it was usually, like, Monday through Friday. All right. During work days. But yep. it, was, it was probably for three years, four okay. years. Okay. All right. That's not bad. That, and that's very healthy, by the way. What he was eating was very, you know, was pretty damn healthy. Yep. I, I, yeah, it, it worked. Yeah, well, All listen. Right, you, thanks, man. If you have something like that that's foundational, I, I get it. The, the funny thing is if you have a food of preference and you never veer from that food over the course of years. All right, here we go. Here's one. Let me go to Sean. Hey, Sean, good morning. Morning, you, Fresbo. Good morning, you, buddy. <laughs> I am good, man. All right, so yours has been a long run, right? Yeah, 17 years since I've been doing this job. Uh, I've been bringing for lunch peanut butter and jelly every day for 17 years. 17 years. Without deviating from that. That's mm-hmm. wild. And let me ask you, Sean, have you ever gotten tired of it? No, I still, no, I have it right mm-hmm. behind me right now. How about that? Yeah. You And do you get excited? It's lunchtime. No, I love it. I uh, matter of fact, once a month, the company here buys pizza for everybody, and <laughs> I, I don't get it. I stick with my peanut butter and jelly. <laughs> How many sandwiches do you eat? Just the one? Uh, mostly two. Okay, good. Time. Sometimes one, but I bring other stuff. But most of the time, it's two peanut butter and jelly. It's got to be certain. I only eat strawberry preserves. That's the only jelly I have. <laughs> okay, it. so you don't even deviate from the jelly, or, no. or do you use the same brand peanut butter every single time? Skippy peanut butter? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, strawberry preserves, yeah, yep. Every all right, single. all right. White or whole wheat? Uh, white bread. Well, okay. Matter of fact, it's like a Wonder Bread. <laughs> okay. Have you ever gone crazy and toasted it one day? Uh, no, no, because I have it in my lunch uh, case. Day. No, I can't. So it's always uh, white bread. Peanut butter and jelly. Everything. It's as basic a sandwich. If you were to set off a bomb Thanks, in the kitchen, you'd probably have a peanut butter and jelly sandwich somewhere after the <laughs> yeah. in, in the debris. All right, let me go to here. We have. I bet we have a bunch of people that do peanut butter and jelly sandwiches every day. We have Clayton. Hi, Clayton. Good morning. Good morning. You guys rock. Thank you, Clayton. All right, what's your what's your regular and how long has it been going on? Well, it's been going on since I was in the tenth grade, and I've been eating peanut butter and jelly, of course. And it's been on potato bread, and it's been conquered grape jelly, and it's been skippy peanut butter. <laughs> and the funniest thing about it is that since I started working in the industry of trees, everybody I know as a big kid eats peanut butter and jelly. Really? That's it. I mean, every single person I've met and run into in the industry eats peanut butter and jelly. So you're, and now are we talking the the uh, three squares a day, or how many how many meals are peanut butter and jelly based? Eating personally, breakfast, 
lunch, and sometimes dinner, we make it home by 9 o'clock for lunch. <laughs> <laughs> These guys, how many how many people in your crew, Clayton? Uh, we got five guys in the crew. So Wow, man. Yeah, but it's pretty funny. Mm. You should contact I, you can contact Skippy and let them know your story. I want to see a picture on social media of all five of you guys eating your peanut butter <laughs> jam, jelly sandwiches at the same it. time, and then just we'll, tag us on that. We'll, we'll tag it. We'll get Jason up in the tree holding the peanut butter. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think there's thanks, in, Clayton? In the realm of comfort yeah. sandwiches, is there really uh, peanut that's, butter that's jelly is one, such man. a yeah. basic. Yeah, there's something really good yeah. about it. You know, I the guy's like, I, I, had, I had grilled cheese for yeah. dinner last night, but yeah. that's um, that's, that's a one. different thing. Yeah, it's, yeah. A, it's a different thing. You got It's uh, it's more preparation. It's too it's much more, work. It's more of a meal. <laughs> yeah, a peanut butter and jelly sandwich is just something really, really great about yeah. it. Yeah, yep. I love peanut butter, and it's the one thing that still tastes weird to me. Oh. Oh. After COVID, yeah. really? What yeah. is it? What, what I do you don't get? know. It's not. It's mm. just not the same. It's not. Um, I don't know what it is. I can taste it, but it's like. It almost doesn't taste like great. So what's the point, you know? Yeah. Destroyed your peanut butter receptor. I, it's weird. And you know what? Um it happened to one of my friends too. She said the same thing about peanut butter. Sorry, I'm um, digressing. No, it's all right. I'll, I'll continue down peanut butter lane here for a moment. Uh Nick, I finally went to the uh Cape May peanut butter. Oh, oh. Yeah. and uh yep, and, and, been, yeah. and I brought back uh the uh the honey peanut butter. Oh my god. It, it's what the- <laughs> Yeah. Oh, yeah. I want to live on peanut butter lane. It's crazy. Oh, yeah. uh, and I I feel bad eating. Yes, you should. <laughs> you should feel bad. I do. We need to take a sojourn to peanut butter lane. It's so good. Uh, and uh, I, I haven't tried their other ones yet. So Have you uh, tried it on, like, toast? You know, warm it up yeah. a little oh, bit? Oh, yeah. That's the only way I have it. The butterscotch yeah. peanut butter. is He's not an animal. Butterscotch peanut butter? Yeah. Or, I, I feel like I brought it in for you. I'm going butter. to shoot. That sounds pretty good. Okay, you're going to shoot. So we don't want that, Gandalf. Uh, all right, let me go to, I have uh, Austin next. Hey, Austin, good morning. Hey, good morning. Can't hey. believe we made it on. Hi, hey. Mom. Uh, <laughs> let's see here. So, so for about 10 years since school, uh, since college, I would have uh, a bagel and cream cheese every single morning before class, and that has continued for about 10 years now. In the working uh, world. In the working world now, yep. I make a bagel and cream cheese every morning mm. before work. I eat it at work. It's a standard It's a standard one, and it's a standard for a lot of people. That's why you'll go into places and they'll have pre-cream cheesed bagels at the ready because it's such a standard. And, and here's the thing yeah. I want to point out, Austin, is it's still just as satisfying to have that today oh, as it was back. Toasting it, nice warm <laughs> bagel with some soft cream cheese is the best thing ever. <laughs> All right. You know what? There is, and oh, you, right. we've talked about how... Thanks. Deeply mired in ritual, you and I are, and, right. and if there's a deviation, it'll throw us off. And I think that becomes a um, that becomes a thing with your eating patterns. You sure. know, sure. It's yeah. like, well, this is this is not. I can't have this on. Uh, it has to be a bagel. Yeah, yeah. for a, a long time there. I mean, well, Manja's not here anymore, but I I would get a um, an everything bagel, toasted and buttered, and that's what I had every single day. I wonder why I'm okay having the same breakfast every day. And and a lot of times the same lunch, but dinner no no, no. you got to change no it. Up, I got to right? change it. Yeah. You know it can't be it's it's a, it's a whole different animal. And with the leftovers, I can only do like one day after. After that, it's like it's too much. Yeah. Oh, one, I, I can't go back to it. Kathy, one it was excruciating. Uh, one time I went to um, what what is the the, the family style Italian? Bugatti oh, Beppo. Beppo. Yeah, yeah. 
didn't realize I'd ordered family stuff yeah. for <laughs> myself. Like and I ate the it. same yeah. thing for like eight days in a row. Yeah. And it, it, it does become like annoying. Yeah. It's so annoying quickly. But you know what, like, uh, Press, with the, that whole breakfast and lunch thing, it's kind of like what my teacher face was saying. Like, I, I kind of, at, at this point, I like kind of like... Uh, Eating the same thing for breakfast and, and lunchish, and then rock the dinner. Rock the dinner. Yeah, yeah, yeah I got gotcha. you. Uh, we'll go to Lou next. Hey, Lou. Good morning. Hey, good morning. How are you guys? Good, buddy. All right, Lou. What have you been eating? Uh, Lou's <laughs> yeah, from, yeah, Lou from Delco. Okay. Hey, all right. Hey. Hey. Uh, Delco. Yeah. Go ahead, Lou. <laughs> so I worked a private ambulance, and a friend of mine owns Zach's Hamburgers, and. Uh, Every night for dinner, uh, we ate there for about three years. Uh, bur- <laughs> burgers, fries, and shakes uh, on our way between uh, calls. It was, every uh, every yeah. night for, for three, three years, years. the wow. same dinner. Oh. oh my god! Yeah, yeah. It was, and I, I'll, I still, it's like it's like mental. If I go near a Zach, I got to pull in. <laughs> <laughs> hey, does Zach still just have the one location at no, Five no. Points? No, no. No. No, no, there's there's three or four. The original location was down on Chester Pike. That's perfect for us because we used to drive between two places and go right by it. Okay. But they have one in they have one in Balsam uh, uh, and then that one in Five Points. Yeah, okay. My All old right. my old Arby's is Thanks, now Lou. a uh, a Zach's. No kidding. Yeah. I see. I remember when it was just very uh, small and that little spot at Five Points. And yeah. then remember, I saw the cup on Mayor of Easttown. They were they that's were right. The Zach's hamburgers cup. All right, anyway, I digress. We digress. Let's go to uh, Eleanor. Hi, Eleanor. Good morning. Good morning. I like turtles. <laughs> Don't we all? So, Eleanor, we're talking about, we, we, for those of you just tuning in, we got started with this, uh, David Beckham's wife, Victoria, eats the exact same thing it has for 25 years for dinner. What is your, what's your regular thing, and how long has it been going on? So, it was my parents, and my mom took wheat toasted bread with tuna fish and an apple for 22 years oh when she was working. Wow. My dad... My dad took white bread with butter and cheese with an orange every day, and he worked for another ten years after her. A butter and cheese sandwich, butter and cheese sandwich, and which which I I've never really heard of before, yeah, yeah. and an orange. But that's it every day for decades. Decades. Wow. And they were from the old. They were from the old country. They were from Scotland, and they came here with nothing but a bag of oranges mm. and a car and two kids. Wow. So they were. They were so cheap. It was unreal. I mean, it was just ridiculous. Well, that's the old Scottish thing, right? You know, when you come to my house, ring the doorbell with your elbow because you're going to be bringing something. Right. Yeah. Now, when they put a Wendy's up across the street from her work, she splurged one time in 22 years, and we went to lunch because they had the salad bar. (laughs) The super bar at Wendy's. God, man. It was disgusting. It was just like, oh my god, how can you eat this every freaking day? Right. I, I, just, oh. I think it, it becomes psychological. Eleanor, after after work ended, did she switch it up a little bit? Um, not really. They were pretty stringent because okay. she went on Weight Watchers like when it first started out, and she ate liver. You know, on Wednesdays she had you know. Fish on Fridays. Blah, blah. It was like this. It was like the same schedule all the time. Okay. I hated eating it. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> I used to always call my friend, like, "What's your? Does your mom have stove top stuffing? I'm coming." You know? oh, no. that's, go. that's when you're you're, you're like, I'm going to live in the, on, uh, high on the hog. I'm going to have stove top stuffing. Right. Oh 
Yeah. yeah. It's like Larry's mom has liver, too. I'm out of here. Yeah, uh, it was gross. All right. Thanks, Eleanor. Oh, my God. That's funny. All right. Let's go to Tina, who had a ritual. Hi, Tina. Good morning. Good morning. Oh, my gosh. I'm so excited. I'm such a fan. Girl. Oh, like thank you, you Tina. <laughs> is this your first time on with us? This is my first time on, and this is crazy because my husband was on um, last week. He was oh. he was a GM for Wawa, and he called. Oh, oh yeah. I remember about the batteries? He that's gave right. us very usable information. Yeah, and that's so funny. So it's like two for one. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So what's your what? What have you been? What have you been eating? And, and how long have you been eating it? So for about fifteen years, I've been eating Quaker oatmeal, the instant cups. Um, and it does, I think, go to I'm an elementary school teacher, and for years I was a cereal eater, and I, we have four kids, so there's not enough time in the morning to eat a bowl of cereal. So it was like, oh, this is quick and easy. I'll throw the little oatmeal cup in, and that's what I've been doing now. Um, every day my students love it. They laugh. Sometimes they'll come in and be like, oh, my gosh, it smells like syrup. Were you having, you know, maple and brown sugar? Or they'll try to guess, like, based on the sense of the room. But, it is, I mean, it's totally a teacher. I think it's a teacher I, I, thing. Um, I think you're right. Yeah, I I, the, I love oatmeal in the morning. And, and I used to do instant oatmeal for the first six or seven years in radio. I'd do the same thing. And I, I had my same bowl that I'd use, clean it out. And, uh, yeah, that another ritual. 14 yeah. years without deviation, though. That's for 15 years, you said. Yes. Well, our oldest is 14. So, okay. yes, I would say about 15, okay. about 15 years. Wow. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Nice. Oh, my God. I love you guys. <laughs> oh, thank you, Tina. Thanks for coming on. We're so happy you called in. Uh, I wonder, you know, if, if you have... Any a regular eating habit like that, and it's just for for decades that, right. that that's going on. That if you were to change it up, if it would mess with your system at all, I, um, yes. I well, remember. Uh, I'm sorry to interrupt. No, Steve, yeah. but when when Casey, when you you went vegetarian for a while, maybe this is a different animal. Yeah. And then you had a hamburger, and didn't you throw up right after that? Uh, no, well, so <laughs> there was probably uh, a little bit of hangover involved in that oh, throw up okay. as well. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't just the meat. It wasn't. No. So I, uh, it was. What um, the hell is in that? It was uh, it was graduation weekend, and my friend had worked at uh, at a uh, not a convenience store, but a uh, fast food chain. Brought a whole bag of stuff, and I went to town. And I, it, I mean, I was really, really hungover that day, and I ate it, and I ended up throwing up out the window of my uh, my wow. room. If if you do consistently take in a, a type of food at at a certain time. Uh, you can jar your system, I, and I, I, I used so, to do yeah. it when I was like doing a lot of I was doing a lot of a lot more like powerlifting and stuff right. like that. Uh, and uh, it, you could, I could, I'm going to have this now, and it's going to rock my system. Yeah, it's just to flush your system, sort of, and your body goes, "What the hell is this?" Right, and it does happen. I will go to Jeremy. There's a term here I've never heard before that he wants to use. Hi, Jeremy. You're on the air. Good morning. Good morning, it. Good morning, it, buddy. All right, so this is this is your wife who has a regular everyday thing to oh, yeah. eat. Okay, what is it? For for easily over five years, she she wakes up, has a bowl of cereal, which has to be Cheerios. Okay, and then at lunch, yeah, uh, she has road tuna. That's what she calls it. She road it tuna. Okay, she what's... keeps it in her car. It's just like a package of five crackers and tuna. Yeah. It doesn't matter what time of year she keeps that in her car. Which is gross. Yes, summertime <laughs> tuna in the car. Yeah. yeah. So does she use the cans or the packs of tuna? So it comes in one big 
in a little pack that has right. five crackers in a package and then a little tiny can of tuna. Oh, a little can of tuna. Okay, all right, road so, tuna. I dig. I dig this the uh, the uh, the packs, packs and yeah. they have they have buffalo. Yeah, they have a bunch of different flavors. Oh, you can get I love like, those. You can get like Italian yeah. or lemon, lemon and pepper. Man, they're good. Uh, interesting, uh, Jeremy. Road Tuna, I love that. I, I'm not familiar. That's That could be a band name, Road, Road Tuna. tuna. <laughs> I'll that. Thank you. Uh, let's go to uh, Joe. Hi, uh, Joe. Good morning, sir. Gadzooks. Gadzooks, my man. All right, so there's something that you've ritualistically eaten for years, right? So I wasn't completely honest on the phone uh, <laughs> okay. because I was trying to embarrass by it. But hearing other people, I, I guess I'll admit it. Uh, I've been eating cheese pizza for 30 years. 30 years. Uh, so I'm 36. It started when I was in kindergarten. Uh, that's all I would eat for lunch. And the kids knew me as Pizza Joe. So, uh, <laughs> oh, my God. If anybody's Joe. listening, yeah, Pizza Joe still eats pizza. Pizza Joe's oh, still around. Pizza yeah. Joe. And he's still eating pizza. So this is every day without fail. Uh, yeah, so I, I obviously I work now. Uh, yeah, I, I just eat pizza in my car. I, there's probably nobody has seen me not eat pizza. I'm a large man. You're <laughs> a large man. <laughs> all right, uh, Joe, are, are I, you? I know I need to stop. I tried to stop. And uh, literally had like panic attacks from I need my pizza. Like, oh my god! I, wow. I, it's been your friend since kindergarten. Okay. All right, couple couple of questions here, Joe. Um, d- does it matter where you get the pizza from? What uh, uh, who makes it? No, just as long as it's cheese, no top. <laughs> okay. Does it bother you uh, that that you're that you have this kind of um, this uh, compulsion, this chain to eat only cheese pizza? It did, and then, you know, everything else in the world, I just went, you know what? I'm eating pizza and living life. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. You still like it. Yeah. Uh, but, uh... Wait, Joe, Joe, do you do you I, still do you still like it as much as you always have? Yeah, sometimes I'm eating it, though, and I'm just looking like, what, what the hell am I doing? Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. Interesting. But, uh, Pizza's the one thing I can see, like, it's always good, and even when it's not that good, it's still pretty good, as they yep. say. So, pizza, and also the different types of pizza, but you're... You said 30-some-odd years, Joe? 36 years. 36 years. I guess that wouldn't be right because I started at 6 and I'm 36. Okay, so about, yeah. Listen, and and I'm really going to recommend this. If this really bothers you... You need to touch out. You need to reach reach out to uh, Doctor Rosenpenis, Doctor yes. Doctor um, uh, Rosenberg. Berg, sorry, yeah. <laughs> Rosenbaum. I was we're so used to uh, penis. The uh, our, our, <laughs> we are um, used to penis. <laughs> our uh, um, uh, hypnotist, and maybe he can help you out. Uh, maybe uh, if I could do a quick story. When yeah. I was in school, uh, the cafeteria and I would have pizza. So on the card one day it said pizza was for lunch. So I didn't bring my pizza in. And it wasn't pizza that day. It was like hot dogs. Oh, no. Oh, what this happened? Was like, this was sixth grade, so yeah. I broke down crying. And you'd <laughs> oh. think like, kids would make fun of me, but they were like super supportive kids. They were like, well, yeah, it's Pizza Joe. You didn't get pizza for Pizza Joe? They, <laughs> they knew you as Pizza Joe, and they rallied. Kids who can be very cool rallied to your support. So, so I literally just ate the hot dog buns. Oh, <laughs> my God. The closest thing to pizza With you can get. With ketchup on them. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. Joe, I feel oh, terrible oh. for you, man. That must have been, that's actually a little bit traumatizing. Yeah, I just talked to a hypnotist. Hey, <laughs> yeah. no, can't, 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 would it be wild if Dr. Rose and Penis, though? Yeah. Trans changes it to calzones every day. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like a different version of pizza. <laughs> Joe, do you only eat pizza? That's all you eat? 
Uh, pretty much, yeah. That's all. I okay, do. so besides the lunch meal, your 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 dinner uh, is pizza too. If I go out to like somebody like offers me out to dinner or something, I will stomach something else. But like. I'll get the smallest portion because I just I don't want to eat it. Okay, oh all right. This is like going back to uh, like being a parent and not letting your kid have pizza and chicken nuggets and like making them eat their vegetables. I mean, I, I love my parents, but that's literally what it was. Was I was a picky eater, and they said, "Well, here's here's pizza and cheese," you know, and. It's just been that for wow. years. I know the parents will sometimes, and you're advised to sort of acquiesce. And maybe, guys, you you have kids. I don't. Uh, but but like I said, my my uh, my neighbor um, over in Maniunk, her daughter ate gogurt. And chicken nuggets. Yeah, you can't really force stuff on kids. I mean, listen, if it tastes bad, it tastes bad to them, you know. Uh, By the way, uh, Joe, uh, Marissa wrote down this question. Are pizza Lunchables acceptable? That's disgusting. Get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> it's an aberration. I love the story Joe, of Pizza like Joe. I feel a little bad for you, bud. Yeah. I, 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 hang on a second here. Joe, Joe I mean, like, do you feel like you're missing out? Because there are pizza is wonderful. There's yeah, no yeah. doubt about it. But, like, there's a lot of other great foods out there. Uh, yeah, yeah, I, I guess I am. Uh, let me, let me, for you, Joe, there are so many different types of pizza and ways to prepare pizza that you could kind of exist in that realm. If you were to perhaps throw some chicken on it now and then, just for a, a little bit more protein and, and stuff like that. So Transition you, that way? Ha, yeah, have you ever, have you, you've never very, uh, varied the menu and uh, toppings are a no-go for you, right? No, I don't, I, I don't like the toppings. Okay. It. It, it honestly will make me gag. Like, wow. Okay. I assume does 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 tomatoes have vitamin C in it? Because otherwise he's going to have scurvy, man. I mean, like I, you know, like surprisingly, pizza is actually fairly good nutrition wise. It's actually fairly good. Okay. Yeah. All right, uh, Joe. That's a really interesting story. Thanks for sharing with us. All right. All right. And from here on out, we'll know you as Pizza, pizza Joe. Joe. There's no yeah. other. <laughs> oh, all right. Pizza. All right. Wouldn't you love pizza to see Joe. from, yeah. like, Touchstone, Pizza Joe? Pizza Joe. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah, a heartwarming story that starts off kind of tragic. Uh, I can see that, yeah. Eat your pizza or they'll all laugh at you. Oh, no. Tomatoes have vitamin C and potassium. Oh, there you go. There you go. So he's getting, his, he's getting his nutrients. Okay. I mean. I'm, you know. God, he would... Take him over to Lorenzo's. Protein from cheese. Oh, I'm sure, dude, yeah. Joe's yeah. probably, he's, right. if he knows Lorenzo's, if he's eating nothing but cheese pizza, I would imagine. All right, well, listen, thank you for your calls. Thank you for those of you who are on hold. I apologize. I didn't get a chance to get to you, but quite interesting, Yeah, uh, the calls that we got. And you know what? Let's give away Philly Pretzel Factory. Yeah. Cards. On the heels of that food conversation, I have a $25 gift card. And we'll take caller number 18 at 215-263-WMOR. The big game needs some big snacks. No game day is complete without a party tray from Philly Pretzel Factory. If you're hosting or heading to a party, order your party tray from phillypretzelfactory.com today. So let's take care of you. Give us a call right now. We'll be back in the Bizarre Files of the way. Like the Preston and Steve Show podcast? Well, check out MMR's other audio on demand at WMMR.com or on MMR's mobile app. The most hated jeweler in America makes it so easy to get engaged. Meet the beautiful, classy, and brilliant 
Krista. She's Stephen's most loved engagement ring and will dazzle. She takes the stress and guesswork out of finding the perfect ring. A bright white, high quality, round brilliant diamond in a classic solitaire setting. Meet Krista today starting at under $700. Online at IHateStevenSinger.com or at the other corner of 8th and Walnut by appointment only. Free shipping and interest free financing. It's so easy. Steven Singer Jewelers. That's IHateStevenSinger.com. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Friday, and we haven't forgotten. Let's get in Friday mode with a little bit of froggy for you. Thank you, Froggy, for that Friday mode thing. I got an email from somebody, and I did not see this myself. This is from uh, Adam. Listener Adam, he said, did you see that BS 7-Eleven commercial during the first break of the Olympics? Totally ripped off Froggy. Tried to use uh, Poser Punk Garage Band singing about taquitos, and Froggy got hosed on that. So that's from Gibby. No, I have not no, seen that. No, I, I, I did. I, I, in fact, did? I, I brought this up a while ago. It's been airing, and oh, I, yes. I and I and I was wondering was that part of an initial campaign? Because I've never seen the Froggy commercial air, um, or I haven't seen it promoted online. And they shot one with Seven Eleven. Uh, interesting. Yeah. Okay. I, no, I haven't seen that. The, one. the Froggy song is ten. Thousand times better than the one that they use. Yeah, we're pulling up uh, the video of the commercial now. Okay, yeah, no, I, I already, I don't like this. I, I like Froggy. I want that. It's Froggy or nothing. That's how we roll. Yep, we need to get in touch with the the uh, top of the chain. The yep. head, uh, the the big. Uh, get him on the phone uh, at Seven uh, Eleven. <laughs> yes, yeah, sir. Please, I know that you're upset about this. We'll see what we can do. Yeah, exactly. Please. <laughs> All right, uh, we need to do the bizarre file. Yeah. Yep. Here we go. Now, WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's. Brought to you this morning by Primo Hoagies. Big games, big parties. It isn't just football. It's an experience. So don't settle for an average catering tray. Make it Primo. Because need Primo. And that's the passion we need. Order in advance or online at primohoagies.com. It's not just Hoagie, it's a Primo. Give them a little. Okay, yeah. It's nuts the Hoagie we deserve. Come on. All right, so Jessica, this is wild. Jessica Harvey Galloway asked her parents for a DNA genealogical test for Christmas in 2020, hoping to find distant relatives during a planned trip to Italy with her husband. Uh oh. The test led to a shocking (laughs) and disturbing discovery, according to a lawsuit filed Wednesday in Akron. Uh, It showed her DNA contained none of her father's Italian heritage. Mike Harvey, the man who raised her along with her mother, Janine, was not her biological father. Another man's sperm was used during a fertility procedure. Uh-huh. So they were doing fertility. They were supposed to use his sperm with and his wife, and they used somebody else's. And this whole time, they thought that 
th- things had gone the way they were supposed to go. Now, mind you, I'm sure in a loving home, that's that's not going to shift things irrevocably, but no. it's still yes. it's incredibly bizarre. She said, no matter what, you were always my family, speaking yeah. to her parents. But she said, since then, our lives will never quite be the same. Uh, the family has sued Dr. Nicholas uh, Spiritos, the fertility specialist who performed the procedure in August of 1991, and the Akron-based Summa Health System. Uh, hospital officials have not met with the family or conducted their own testing yet, but Galloway, through her own investigation and the help of her attorneys, eventually found the man a DNA test confirmed is her biological father. Is it Steve Harvey? No, it is not. No. <laughs> uh, the man and his wife were undergoing in vitro fertilization treatment when the Harveys were being treated by Spiritos at Akron General Hospital, Suma's uh, predecessor. Uh, the lawsuit set. So uh, Galloway said that she has communicated with her biological father via text. She has not met him yet. This is, this is a, you're, a complete upheaval. <laughs> yeah, crazy. totally. Don't ever take one of those tests. Uh, the lawsuit <laughs> seeks unspecified monetary damages and an order requiring Spiritos and Summa Health to find uh, Mike Harvey's genetic material or account for its location. It's so, funny how split people are on, on those tests, Preston, because some people are like, I've got to do it. It's going to be amazing. And other people are like, I don't want anything to do with them. Yeah, 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 for real. Was yeah. My, dad, my dad was like, nope. Yeah. For a couple of different reasons. There might be family secrets, yeah, and then yeah. there are also people that believe they're taking that information. We found some of Mama Cass's DNA in your system. <laughs> <laughs> but that, that they're keeping that information for keeping tabs on it, yeah, you know, yeah. and, and doing some nefarious things. So, yeah, those things can be a little controversial in oh, some yeah. families. Uh, one woman's good luck charm was bad news for the other people on her flight. A video on social media shows a woman on a Delta flight on the tarmac at Florida's Fort Lauderdale Airport on Tuesday night. The video shows a woman and her male companion being very disruptive before Delta was forced to return the plane to the airport. The passenger who took the video said the pair were yelling and cursing from the moment they got on the flight, which was destined for Atlanta. And when the cabin crew was trying to get the pair to exit, the woman can be seen bending down to pick up items on the ground. And she screams, my lucky effing pennies. I'm getting my lucky pennies and you can shut up. All right. Wow. All right. They weren't that lucky. In a statement, Delta <laughs> said that they have zero tolerance for unruly behavior at their airports and on our flights as nothing is more important than the safety of our customers and flight crew. She wanted her lucky, lucky pennies, pennies right now. <laughs> or she wasn't going to get off of there. Uh, you never know who's listening. A man took to Reddit to describe how embarrassed he was after he spent the night with a tender date, Tinder date and woke up to a note pushed under his door urging the two of them to be quieter or to see a therapist. The man shared the picture of the note, which reads, Please, for the love of Christ and everyone on the 26th and 27th floors, shut the F up. The, the last thing anyone wants to hear... All Saturday night is you two effing like animals. At 5 a.m., I expect to be sound asleep, not listening to the sound of moaning and the most aggressive sex I've ever heard. Yeah. Uh, either, either lay off the blow or go and see a therapist because this is not normal. Wow. Your, your banging has made the entire building pissed off at you. They go on to say, just so you know, the entire floor can hear you. Uh, some commenters said that they would be mortified knowing their noises would be upsetting others, and others noted having similar experiences in apartment buildings. I had that happen one time. <laughs> you told you mentioned, yeah. <laughs> yes, I did. A nurse at Lee Memorial Hospital in uh, Florida 
who treated the man who stuck his arm into a tiger enclosure at Naples mm-hmm. Zoo, smelled alcohol on him when he was treated for a gruesome arm in- injury. This is a follow-up. Yeah. 26-year-old River Rosenquist refused to speak to deputies following the attack that nearly caused his arm to be amputated. Rosenquist was part of a crew of cleaners contracted to clean the administrative areas of the zoo. Uh, Rosenquist was outside the scope of his duties, and he was not authorized to breach the posted structural safety barrier that held Echo the tiger. Echo the pets and tigers' tonsils. Echo was ultimately uh, killed after being shot by a county deputy in order to rescue the guy. Like the tiger was holding on and wouldn't let go. <laughs> the tiger, tiger was tigering. Yeah, he yeah. was doing what a tiger yeah. does. Exactly. Uh, it's unclear if doctors were ultimately able to save his arm, but Rosenquist uh, told an investigator that a surgeon gave him hopes of keeping his hand. Uh, sheriff's office. It just won't be attached to his arm. Uh, the sheriff's office <laughs> continues go, to the baggie. If you freeze that, it should hold up pretty well. Uh, to investigate the case, no word if Rosenquist will face any charges or not. Uh, this is pretty funny. Uh, glamour model Tracy Kiss got a new tattoo. It's a ruler on her wrist for measuring penis sizes. Wow. <laughs> It's Kiss's 72nd tattoo and stretches from her pinky to her elbow, measuring in inches. Uh, She told the Daily Star, just as guys in the past have asked to keep my lingerie, have a naughty selfie, or even a piece of my hair, I love that I can now know the exact measurements of what I enjoy so much. Uh, She says her friends think the tattoo is funny, but her teenage daughter is not amused by it. So from the the, the tip of the pinky to the elbow. That's wishful thinking. Yeah. (laughs) I think in biblical terms, that's a cubit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Is, to be honest. He's packing two cubits. <laughs> oh, my God. Dear Lord. All right, and there you go. That's I, what I have. I have a nine-league penis in the bizarre file. All right, uh, let's give away another $25 gift card from Philly Pretzel Factory, and we'll take caller number seven at 215-263-WMMR. Don't forget, you'll be the champion of the big game if you bring a party tray from Philly Pretzel Factory this Sunday. Uh, there are tons of options to choose from. Fan favorites include their spicy brown, super hot honey mustards. Uh, you can order a tray today at phillypretzelfactory.com. So call number seven. We're going to set you up. Be back in just a moment. Hang in there, my friend. In the latest rock breakdown, we pay tribute to Meatloaf. Damon Albarn invokes the wrath of the Swifties. And we tell a ghost story. Uh, the band ghost. We talk about the band ghost. It's all on Rock Breakdown. Find it on Instagram or WMMR.com. A couple of shout-outs real quick, if you don't mind. I got this uh, email from, it says, self-proclaimed MCU expert T.J. Watson. Oh. Uh-huh. We did the, the yeah. contest. Yeah. Uh, and he says, hey, I want to request a special birthday yoo-hoo for my son, Jackson, <laughs> who will be turning four on February 3rd. We listen to the podcast every morning on the way to and from daycare. Aww. Jackson's favorite things to laugh at are... When Steve uh, talks over or repeats the things during the noticer <laughs> and the crowd favorite, Yoo-Hoo. And he said, it's a proud dad moment every morning when I catch him cracking Aww. up about something on the show. And he says, I know how punctual you are with getting these on the correct day. <laughs> yes. So if you could please read this sometime between February 3rd, 2022 and February 3rd, 2023, <laughs> that will be wonderful. Rage on. And thanks for all you guys do. Regards from TJ Watson. So he wants he wants a Yoo-Hoo. Okay. Yoo-Hoo! <laughs> and that's for Jackson. So happy birthday, Jackson. <laughs> Uh, another one says, my brother and I have listened to your show since we were kids back in the Y100 days. I'd love to get, uh, if you could give him a the nastiest birthday shout out 
on his 40th birthday. Big 4 uh, Oh, this was back on the 31st. Sorry about oh. this. Happy 40th birthday, Bill. Oh, no, I'm sorry. It says here uh, his birthday is Thursday, February 3rd. So it was yesterday. And that is from uh, Michelle. So here you go. A shart out for you, Bill. Happy birthday. And here's the last one. It says, uh, I would like to give you guys all a shart out. Oh. And the reason is, you make me a better dad and husband. How the hell does that happen? He said, I'm a podcaster who grew up in the area. I now live in L.A., and I listen to you guys every day. Uh, how do you make me a better dad and husband, you might ask? Well, it's learning from your mistakes. Ah. Yeah. <laughs> like watching porn on your laptop with your headphones on <laughs> late at night. Or is is it uh, learning helpful things, like how to do the Heimlich? Uh, although both of those are true, the way you make me a better dad and husband is by making mundane tasks and chores very enjoyable. Uh, whenever there is laundry to do or dishes to unload, I pop on my headphones and I listen to your podcast, making those tasks something I actually want to do. Nice. My wife loves it, and I owe that to you guys. So a juicy shirt out for you. Thank you uh, for all that you do and bringing smiles and laughs to everyone who listens. Uh, Gadzooks, and that is from Michael uh, Gerard or Gerard. I'm not sure how you say the last name. So, thank you, Michael. We appreciate that. Is that is very nice. We'd love to hear that. Very, very cool. Hey, I saw this really uh, interesting article about number one songs, songs that hit number one in the, on the Billboard yes. uh, uh, charts. Right. And apparently, in this century, only 14 of those number one songs have been written by one single individual. So, so uh, of all so, that time, yeah, only so, fourteen songs have been written by a, one, one person. songwriter. Yeah, exactly. Because you'll get collaborators, right? Like, and and Let's sometimes, collab. sometimes there's like a group of people yes. who write like a hit song. Like you, you'll see some, you know, pop princess uh, number one hit, and there's like six songwriters. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they crafted it to be exactly what it is, right? To to get to number one, you know, it's not just a, they're not just trying to uh, create a piece of art. They're trying to get a hit, product. trying to make it number one, to make it a product. So these were written by one uh, single individual. And there's a lot of uh, interesting songs here. So this dates back to 2020, and this goes in uh, in uh, order of uh, of when the song was released. To, to, or, to 2020, you said? Chronological, not 2020, 2000. Okay. So it's chronological order. So uh, I'll start, I'll, I'll just roll through this list. Uh, Everything You Want by Vertical Horizon. Huh. Good song. Yeah. It was the number one song. I'd forgotten about that. That's how much the, the music has changed since 2000, by the way. This song was at number one. It's a good song. Uh, it was written by Vertical Horizons co-founder and lead singer Matthew Scannell. Uh, it hit number one on the chart July 15th, uh, 2000. God, I haven't heard this song in yeah. so long. I don't remember this intro at all. No, I, mean, no. I mainly just know the, the hook. Uh, the hook, yeah. He's everything you want. That's right. And that's how it goes. Everything yeah. Right. Y one hundred classic, totally. Yes. All right, then in July, uh, July twenty second of two thousand, "Bent" by Matchbox Twenty. Yeah, I don't, uh, I don't know that song. Yeah. this guy has his problem with his penis. Yeah, yeah. Oh. <laughs> you would, you, their height. You absolutely would know. It. I can't help it. I'm bent, and I, I'm not going to do it any justice because I don't remember the whole chorus to it. Okay. Would it help if Kathy sang your harmonies? And the way he says is <laughs> "bent." Yeah, that's how he pronounces "some bent." Bent. Um, pull that up. So it was written by Rob Thomas, who is a hit writing machine, is. by the way. Very good. Uh, and uh, it was written solely by him. And it hit number one on the chart, uh, like I said, July 22nd, 2000. You looking that up? I got it. 
heard this one. This is another one. 800. Yeah. Move the little bar to later on into the song. Well, here, here comes the uh, lyrics. I'm going to hear how it starts. If I fall away, <laughs> pick me up and dust me. All right, I'm going to go forward. Band. Band. Yeah, right, anyhow. I don't really know that one. All right. Uh, then we have uh, Alicia Keys wrote a song called Fallen. That's an amazing song. Um, uh, yeah, it's, it, that's one when I saw that. I was like, you know what? I need to add that to my list because uh, it's just, it's a great song. August 18, 2001. Uh, then number four on this list is How You Remind Me from Nickelback. So Chad Kroger mm. yeah. wrote, wrote that song. Another hit machine. He yeah. was the, yep, you're right. Yeah. yeah. That guy could crank him out. What year was that? That was 2001. Wow. Near the very end of it, December 22nd, 2001. I can't believe that was more than 20 years ago. Uh, yep. Couldn't cut it as a poor man's feeling. Couldn't cut it as a milkman. Couldn't cut it as a mailman. How many different professions have the word man in them? Milkman, yeah. mailman. Cable man. Cable man. Pizza man. I really am. I'm a pizza man. Yeah. All right, then you have uh, Kathy's favorite, uh, oh Hey Ya. Oh, God, I knew you were going to say that. By Outkast, who <laughs> yeah. was written by Andre Benjamin, better known as Andre 3000. He is the, the sole writer of that song. And uh, he did it for Outkast, obviously. And that song charted December 13th, 2003. And what? Nothing since, right? So it was, uh, it was nearly a year uh, that it took for one single individual to write a number one song. Is this the uh, hey, karaoke version yeah. of this? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> all right, 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 all right. All right, all right. All right. Hey, they they Juggernaut, man. It oh, was yeah. being played everywhere. You yeah, remember that he played Jimi Hendrix in a movie where they had failed to secure the rights to Jimi Hendrix music? He played Jimi in that movie? He did, yeah. Wow. Uh, all right, so then you have, I don't know this song, Bad Day by Daniel Powter. I think oh, you might yeah. know this one. Yeah. Had a bad day. Oh, I do know yeah. this, yeah. yeah. Dude, I heard this song at a, in a fireworks display when it was a hit, and I was like, uh, it's I the wrong song for a fireworks display. Yeah, it, it kind of was like, this is not celebratory at all, but it, because it was We need a something hit. like John Philip Sousa. Yeah, yeah. but they Some, decided Bad Day yeah. would be good for the, uh, you know, the crescendo of the fireworks. Well, sometimes, it was the very end? Well, it was near the end, and okay. I was like, this is bizarre. They'll do ballads sometimes in, in fireworks displays, but it was written by uh, Daniel Powder and hit number one in 2006, April 8th, so that was a big uh, uh, stretch of time between 2003 and 2006 that a single individual mm. hit number one. To be the sole creator of something, you know, that... that Ascends like that is is pretty pretty yeah. amazing. Yeah. All right, we're halfway there. We're we're at the midway at point. the midway mm-hmm. point. Yeah. Uh, number this one seven. goes out to Debbie and Conchahan. <laughs> uh, hey there, Delilah by Plain White Tees. <laughs> you can't help but like this song. I know, but when I find out that like there is no Delilah, and, but the, I you thought know. there was. No. Nah, well, okay. there was well, supposedly I, Delilah lived. This was the story that that I heard. Supposedly okay. Delilah lived in Conchahawken. Really? Yes. Shut up. Yeah, Not that's you. that is is what I heard. I remember that. It, yeah, it because was, we we talked about it, and maybe 
there were people that we knew that knew her, and uh-huh. we were going to try and get her on the and, show. And Del- she met she lived them. In yeah. Supposedly lived uh. with her parents in Conshohocken. Uh, I think it was like, I even knew the street. It was like 8th or 10th Street. Since I couldn't have that girl, I saw it, guppies. <laughs> and they, they, she met them, and they wrote a song. Like, met them one time, and they wrote the song. I what? heard that he wrote it to try to get laid with this chick, or... I mean, maybe there was a little like more Something like that, to yeah. It. yeah. Right, that yeah. She bet him that he couldn't write a song about her, or something like that. I remember hearing uh, a goofy story like that. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe some textures. No, I have no idea. Uh, so, anyhow, it hit number one. Uh, it was written by uh, frontman Tom Higginson. And hit number one on the chart in July of 2007. God. Yeah. I remember that this was one of those songs that it was, was everywhere. Huge. When it came yeah. Up. yeah. All right. Uh, then you have uh, number eight on this list is Crank That by Soldier Boy. And it was written by DeAndre Way, better known as rapper and producer Soldier Boy. So he wrote it. And the song hit number one in uh, September of 2007. So. Solo writer of that one. All right, then you have Fireflies by Owl City. Oh, yeah. You know I, this I saw these guys at the Note in uh, you know, Bam Majeer's Oh, yeah, in Westchester? Because my niece, really? Sarah, was a massive fan. No kidding. They're actually pretty good. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. How long did the Note last, by the way? Like two years, oh, maybe? Oh, God, it was, yeah. it was so Steel much Panther fun. There. Yeah, that remember? Was- Cool venue, but the next door neighbor hated it. Oh my yeah. god, they were constantly. Remember, the... didn't she attack Bam yeah, with, a she bat? with a bat, with a frying pan, or yeah. a bat, or something? Yeah, I think it was a bat. Yeah. yeah. All right, Fireflies was written by Adam Young for his electro pop solo project called Owl City, and it hit number one on the chart in November of two thousand nine. Yeah, I don't uh, know Nick, this song at listen, all. Listen to the refrain. Or the crank it up a little bit. No, I don't know this song. I can see why it hit big, though. Yeah. Wait, this was one of the ones that if it came on during a workout, I'd still work out to it. <laughs> Even though it was yeah. slow, not, not a uh, workout pace. All right, also on this list is OMG by Usher featuring Will I Am. And it was written and produced by... <laughs> William James Adams, known professionally as Will I Am. Uh, the song hit number one in May of uh, 2010. So he wrote that all on his own hmm. uh, instead of with, uh, he was a Black Eyed Peas, right? Yes. yes. Yeah. It's funny that it's featuring another artist, but written by one person. Right, yeah. All right, then uh, also number one and written by one so- single person, uh, these are the only ones in this century so far. You, you would think it'd be more, wouldn't you? Yeah, yeah. there's only 14 yeah. of them. Uh, we Found Love by Rihanna uh, featuring Calvin Harris. And it was written and produced by Scottish DJ Calvin Harris. Oh, she uh, didn't write it. I didn't know. No, that. she didn't write it. Yeah, I don't know what her... She writes a little bit. Yeah. Songwriting capabilities are or not. I like this song. This, this is one of those things you get caught up in. Song, yeah. <laughs> Nick, you probably put this on and dance the night away, right? Oh, yeah. You just get lost in it. Yeah, this is As you of, take the kitty oh, later oh, after oh, the track. Ray of, Ray of Light by Madonna. Yeah. I didn't know what the name of this song Nick. was, but I love it. Boom, boom. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I got you. Uh, so, We Found Love it charted November 12th, 2011. It hit number one. And she's now a billionaire, is she not? And uh, pregnant. Yeah. Yes. yeah it's like yeah, a billion. That, that is correct. It's like, like a billion. Brilliant. Yeah. 
Uh, then you have number 12 on this list, uh, the song that no one in the world could escape, and it was Happy by Pharrell Williams. Yeah, yeah. And uh, Pharrell wrote it in, uh, well, it charted March 8th, 2014. Uh, and just a massive hit, and it got, it got burnt out really oh bad. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. But Literally. I have... You I, could not escape it. I've now, uh, after getting sick and tired yeah. of it, I now kind of like it again. It's it's like a it's a fun tune. Was this used in Despicable the Me? What's that? Despicable, Despicable Me. That's yep. it. Yes. I also here's the deal. When they, um, I guess it might have been Oprah had showed him people all around the world loving and listening and dancing to this song, and it really like hit him. Hard, like Stop it. The, the impact <laughs> no, that that the song had had oh, on, on cool. the planet, and uh, so I, I will always think of that when I hear this song. So it got you emotionally, yeah. like it really. And why not? It definitely I mean, like, would you see people of all different <laughs> cultures? My uh, dad loves this song, and he's like, <laughs> Nick, have you heard that? It's so happy, <laughs> and everybody's having a good time. I'm like, Yeah, you're dad, right, Dad. What's the hatchet for? It's Christmas tree time, son. <laughs> yeah. All right, there's only two more left on this list. Uh, Perfect by Ed Sheeran. Uh, talk about a hit machine. Yeah, talk yeah. about a God guy who could write in his sleep. You take down, take a dump and crap out a number one song. Uh, so this went number one in 2017, and oh, wow. it wasn't. Yeah, right. And it wasn't until this year that we had another number one hit written by one single solitary person. And I didn't know that he wrote this. Uh, but as we don't talk about Bruno from Encanto, written by oh my gosh, Lynn Manuel Miranda, ah. and it's a massive hit right now. Yeah. Do you not have that? Oh, well, this is it. I'm sorry. Yeah. So he wrote this lyrically. This is a musically, huge hit. The whole thing. Yeah. So they're 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 they're, they're recalling Frozen. Yeah, and it's, it's number yeah. one right now. I don't think Let Frozen, It Go. Let It Go didn't hit number one, did it? I don't think so. I don't know. I don't but know. It is... has that same sort of energy behind it, though. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, it, it, it's also from a film. Yeah. You don't see that, like a main theme from a movie becoming a number one hit, and sure enough. And you thought the movie as a whole was good. Yeah. yeah. I, I didn't, uh, my daughter loved it, uh, and I, it, I didn't really get caught up in it. Um, but um, you know, people are people are digging this also, song. Also, uh, sure. let it go. I don't know if it made it to number one, but it was written by two people. That's yes. true. Yeah, and in ah. fact, those two people that wrote that, Nick, they also wrote the theme to Wandavision. Oh, uh, all, in fact, all the themes to Wandavision because each episode had a different That's theme right. to it. And if you watch the behind the scenes, the the extras on uh, on Wandavision, yeah. It is so cool how they walk you through all the different versions of the song that they did, oh. yeah. and they and they had a common refrain in every single one of those, a, a melodic refrain in every single one of those theme songs, and they were just. Um, there's another uh, series that's going to come out, and they're going to handle all the music. I forgot the, the the songwriting team. Do you have their name, Nick? Uh, her name is their husband and wife. Yeah, yes. Kristen Anderson Lopez, and his name is uh, just the other it. guy. Yeah, Robert Lopez. Okay. All right, so, yeah, those are the only, uh, these are the only songs written by one single solitary person that have hit number one this uh, this century. So who, far. when uh, you were in the image and you did originals, who wrote the songs? Um, or did you do originals? We didn't really do originals. We had, like, two originals, and Richie wrote one, and I wrote another one, actually. Okay. Oh, really? Lyrically, yeah. Okay. <laughs> but uh, I don't remember it. You don't, oh, yes, you do. <laughs> no, it was very embarrassing. Come on, just do the chorus. <laughs> um, man, what was it called? No, I honestly don't remember it. Um, was it a love song? 
Oh, be there for me. That's be there for me. Okay. It, it, I like yeah. that. I like it that. Yeah. But Come I on. don't remember. I swear to God, I, I promise don't you, I won't laugh at you. I don't remember the lyrics. <laughs> it's if we could become the couple you've been come to know as. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> that should be in a song. <laughs> that should absolutely be in a song. All right. So anyway, I thought that was kind of interesting. Am yeah. I noticing things? You're seeing things. I'm seeing things. Oh, I'm you're the, the seer. I am the seer. Oh man, I don't have one. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you do. Use the uh, the psychic music. Yeah. Oh. Okay, yeah. Okay, yeah. Okay, I'm. Right. <laughs> How do you spell psychic again? P-S-Y. Uh, I'm the seer. And I'll start with a spelling yeah. story. How yeah. about that? Okay. All right, so I am the seer. <laughs> the uh, seer yes. sees all. Uh, Cambridge etiquette. Uh, so this is a... Uh, Thing about Cambridge etiquette? Nope. It's an, it's an article that you sent me, Steve, oh. about Wordle. Yes, and the it was uh, in the uh, the Enquirer. The words to start with, and and I'd mentioned something on the you, other you day. You they, they, and they, uh, so, they so now all these linguistics experts are trying to coming out of the woodwork. Yep, and they're and they're revealing what they feel are the best words to begin with to write as the first word. What I thought it was interesting about this article is that they included the worst words. Yes. Yeah. Oh, okay. I actually got my first one in two yesterday. First so, time ever. This thing is such a juggernaut. You see it all over. So. It took me a while to figure out what was going on. I would see the boxes with the different colored, you know, things posted like, yeah. oh, I, oh, okay, they got it that quickly without right. giving away what the word is. So Murph got it in two today. Um, oh, today? Yeah, really? Super jealous of, uh, of his two-ness today. I okay. got it in four. But the problem now, Preston, is, is I'm, I'm forced to do it earlier now because now the text messages are coming in. My wife will send it to me, like, before I even get to work. My daughter, like, you know. That's and bull crap. Well, so when I see... Well, they don't give you the answer. I know, I know, but... Oh, but I it gets, the But it gets my mind. I'm like, oh, well, they're, you know, starting words or this. And, and so I don't want to... I don't want to have any sort of... Wait, how do you perceived... know they're starting words? I, I don't. But I, I feel like I have this perceived... What's going on here? Uh, no, no, no. no. Well, I know. I'm, I'm a little confused by... Uh, by well, I was what trying I... to explain. Yeah, go ahead. Um, that, like, a lot of times they'll use similar... Because I talk to my wife about these things, so I have an idea of, like what her starting words can be. So if she sends me a Wordle and I see, let's say, three letters in that first one, I'm like, oh, man, there's probably an R and A and a, and a T in there, you know? And so it'll start to inform what my first word is going to be. And I just want mine to be pure and not sort of uh, okay. informed by anybody else. Tainted, if you will. Is it like mm-hmm. watching one too many trailers before a movie you really want to see? A little bit. That's a, I think yeah, that's see, a great when, parallel. When I'm sent those, I don't even, I'm like, oh, they got it in Ford. And that's, I don't I don't look, try to analyze it. I don't it. even yeah. look at it. I don't yeah. care how many times you got it in. <laughs> Good for you. <laughs> whoop de doo uh-huh. yeah. All right, well, anyhow, so <laughs> they've, uh, they've come up with a few suggestions on uh, words to start with, like this Cambridge-educated mathematician, Alex Selby, Devised an algorithm to find the starting word that should, on average, require the fewest total guesses. Uh, that word is salet, S-A-L-E-T, it, which is, you guys ever heard of a salet? I never have. Uh, no, I but assume why, it's a smaller sale. But why not tails? I mean, why make it a, such a weird word like salet? Does it have to do with a letter place? <laughs> yeah, I guess you're right. That yeah. would be the exact same. Or uh, least. Yeah. I mean, but, but does that matter at all? No, it I, doesn't. Okay. Well, no, it does. Yeah, it, so like salet. Okay. Uh, actually, it does because if you if you land the letter in the proper slot, it's going to stay there right. as a clue. So anyhow, he says that it is a medieval helmet, uh, sail it, uh, and with that as a starting word, Selby calculated the player should arrive 
at the answer with a total of 3.4 guesses on average. So, yeah, Casey, I think it's also the placement of where okay. these vowels are, too. So people are still asking what the game is, and, and again, would it be fair to say that it's sort of like a, a Wheel of Fortune word thing? Well, where there are missing letters, Mid- yes, in, missing in, letters. in that regard, yes. Right. So so you, you have a five-letter word. It starts with five blank boxes. Right. Uh, you're trying to de- decide... You're trying to figure out what the secret word is, and you have six guesses to do it. You type in, you put in whatever you think uh, random word uh, is a good one to start with, and you hit enter, and it will let you know in the next series of boxes what you got, or in that series of boxes, I'm sorry, what you got correct. And it will let you know not only if you got a letter that's in that word correct, but its placement. If its placement within that five-letter word is correct, it will be green. If the letter is in the word but in the wrong place, it will be gold. Mm-hmm. If the letter is not in the word at all, it will be gray. And after you go through it a couple times, it's really ingenious because there are only certain combinations of consonants and vowels that work together. Right, right. And as they are eliminated from the alphabet, then you start to get an idea of what it might be, what it could be. Right. And you have to use how words are written logically. Like, uh, there are only, like, you can't put. Um, uh, two consonants together. There's only a certain number of combinations that work that way. Because it's right. five letter many more combinations. Right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So it's a really cool brain teaser, and it's so simple. Mm-hmm. It's such a simple concept, but it's really easy to get caught up in it. And uh, and, and I love it. I, I look forward to playing it uh, every single day. Um, so, Steve, you had mentioned that the Inquirer, uh, they came up with their 10 best starting words and their 10 worst starting words. Mm-hmm. Uh, for Wordle. So do you want... Let's do the... Let's start with the best. All right, the best are... And then they're, they're different versions of the same word. So you have um, rotate, or no, I'm sorry, not rotate, uh, orate, rote, or oter. Those all use the same okay. letters. Okay. Then you have realo, R-E-A-L-O, or realo, I guess. Uh, and you can't use uh, proper... I don't think proper... Names? Uh, names work, yeah. Right. Uh, alert, alter, or later. So those are all the same letters. Okay. Irate, uh, ritia, or... Terra, Terra, T E R A I. I don't know that word. Uh, Ariel and uh, Rail, R A I L E. Uh, Eros, Arose, and Soar, spelled S A S O A R E. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. All right. Uh-huh. So, anyhow, how about the worst ones? Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, I want to hear what the worst ones are that are going to dead end you when you start with them. All right. So, the worst ones are Imix, I M M I X. What? Yeah. Uh, Kajak, Q-A-J-A-Q. What? Yeah. That's a word? I mean, that would be the absolute worst That's word. That's not even right? a Kajak? word. Kajak? One of the absolute worst words. What is Kajak? Uh, I don't know. How do you spell it? You sell it for less. I know that. Yeah. Q-A-J-A-Q. That's what? Yeah. What is it? Uh, it's a kind of it's Eskimo a kind of thing. It's a kind of kayaki. <laughs> it is. It's yeah. a kayak. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Yeah. It's an Eskimo <laughs> word, an Inuit word for kayak. kayak. All right. Is it a good Scrabble word? Can you use it in Scrabble? That's Probably. a great question. Yeah, I, I guess so, right? If it's yeah, a it's dictionary. Legitimate. Yeah. Yeah. I would imagine you could. You'd need a you need a a, a, a wild card tab. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, in order <laughs> or else you're just kajacking right. off. There's two Qs <laughs> in it. You could kajacky off. Uh, kudzu is another bad word. Kudzu, we know kudzu. I hate kudzu. Jippy, G-Y-P-P-Y. Yeah. Uh, Yuki. What I about, mean, what about Ghibli? Y U K K Y. Jugum. Jugum. Bad one. Yeah. J U G A G U M. Uh, Fuffy. <laughs> F U F F Y. Juju's. 
Jujus. Is, yeah, J-U-J-U-S. So I guess like juju boots? Yeah. Possibly, yeah. Which yeah. is a, a plural of juju. Right. Um, fuzzy. Fuzzy. Two Zs. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. So, yeah, okay. What yeah. about jazzy? Yeah, that would be like a J and two Zs. But yeah, I think that would absolutely. Mm-hmm. What uh, about jizzy? Uh, well, I don't know. Yeah, about getting you. jizzy with it? <laughs> Na, 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 na. Get jizzy with it. Na, na. Uh, I learned a, the, uh, <laughs> yeah, John no. Holmes song. Yeah. I learned a fun jizz fact the other day. Oh, uh, uh, no, it's uh, musically yeah. related. Uh, the name of the the style of music that the Cantina band plays in Star Wars yeah. is called jizz. No, I swear, way. I swear. To God, oh, yes. uh, interesting. That's this is jizz music. Wow. Yeah. Where did you hear this? We've had that guy Ryan Airy on the show a couple of times, and uh, he, he does uh, Screen Crush News, and so he did one for um, Boba Fett, Steve. You're taking quite a risk with that vagina face coming, <laughs> in, coming into the jizz bomb. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah, it says here, they're having a heart attack down the hall. Jizz was an upbeat swinging, swinging genre of music, most notably performed by uh, Figrin Dan and <laughs> Modal Nodes. Ah, that's great. <laughs> and the Max Rebo band. Yeah. So it's it's obviously a riff on, on jazz. On jazz. Yeah. yeah. Okay. If you watch the Boba Fett series, they they go to that cantina. Right. And, yeah. And so they're playing jazz music. There's other good jazz music. It's uh... <laughs> There's prostitutes in that. Yes, there are. Right? Yeah. Yes, there are. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, they definitely uh, suggest that yeah. in, in the first film. Uh, Hut's got to get some. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so those are the worst words. Uh, if you are uh, Steve, do you think you're going to join us? Playing Wordle. Probably not. No? Yeah, I mean, I do Nick, like... Go ahead. Nick I'm, hasn't joined us yet, have No, you? I haven't, and there's no good reason why. I just haven't. You guys yeah. are both good wordsmiths. Yeah, I, I, and you know, it's just one of those things I haven't gotten around to doing, um, but I'm sure I will at some point. I got a train ride today. Maybe I'll do it on the train. Okay. Yeah, I have to sit over there. <laughs> <laughs> but it's only one, you know? It's not even like that good of a train ride one, because oh, it's just yeah. one, and then you're done. Do you find yourself playing the app, which is not a technical version yeah. of the word yeah. wordle, yep. but it is a the app is go-to? The app it's also for training. is exercise for yeah. the game. Uh, but but there are some, Casey, where I will sit there for a good 15 minutes. Yeah. And okay. then I'll, and then I'll, I'll set it down and come back to it later on. It reset me today, by the way, uh, which pisses me off because I was about to hit 20 in a row. And, uh-huh. yeah, um, I can't believe I've been doing Wordle that long. But uh, so for some reason, it, it keeps your streak going. Yes. And then when I, when I got it correct today, it was like one. That's not fair. It's no. not. So how um, do you I don't know how to reset that? it. I don't know. Did you... No, no, it should be. It's like a. It's a website, so it's a cookie. It, it'll store right. that in your uh, in your browser. Mm-hmm. And uh, huh. a bunch of not a cookie. Interesting. <laughs> Ball washing bastards. Not a cookie. Can you play on your computer? Or do you have to play on your phone? Uh, you can probably play on your computer because okay. it, it's a website. Yeah, and, and and computers have websites. They, they do. do. Huh? Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, well, I I seen something else. You seen oh, it? Oh yeah. wow! Remember, I'm the, the seer. seer. That's right. <laughs> Seer. I, how do I even say that? Because I, I don't want to say saw. Because I'm the seer. I seen it. I, I seen, seen something. It. You know what I seen? <laughs> I love that. Wait, wait, wait. No, it's coming to me. I see it. How about that? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. Oh, yeah. Wait, wait. Oh, yeah. This is coming to me. I see it. Jizz music. <laughs> Jizz music. Uh, now I need to. Oh yeah, yeah. The seer is confused. Can't unsee it. Hang on. He's seen a lot. How about this? He just can't see what he's looking for. No, I don't like that one. No, I, I can't like see it. it. It's 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 fa- it's fading. I'm it's losing. Fading. I'm losing. <laughs> I lost it. <laughs> All right. How about this? Uh, New York University researchers have found that the new body ideal may be causing even more home, harm. <laughs> harm. You're causing a lot of home with this. 
with the older thin uh, here uh, here heroin chic. I can't speak today. A <laughs> uh, look that was popular in the '90s. So the researchers say the pervasive imagery of what they call the slim thick ideal, which has been popularized by celebrities like Kim Kardashian, Kylie Jenner, and Beyonce. Contributes to young women's dissatisfaction with their body. Described as a curvier or more full body type with a small waist and flat stomach but large butt, breasts, and thighs. The study found that the slim, thick physique is actually more damaging to the way young women feel about their bodies compared to the ultra-thin body type. Oh, I think because it's it's so, um, it would be, it doesn't occur often in nature. It's hard to attain. Right. Yes. Uh, so experts, it would be more demanding to try to get that as your as your paramount image. Experts say, unfortunately, the slim, thick body type isn't more attainable than thin ideal, and it would require likely plastic surgery yeah. or strategic exercises that increase muscle mass on specific body parts to achieve the look. Yeah, you have to naturally have that shape in order to attain that. If you don't. You're going to have to use butt fillers and, yeah. and, and all that yeah. sort of yeah. stuff, yeah. yeah. Uh, and yet in 2021, the hashtag thick, thick C, and thick, slim thick <laughs> okay. have earned millions of posts on Is Instagram. Alan thick in there? And millions of boner. boner. Mm-hmm. Why is your ass so big? Millions of uh, tags on TikTok. Uh, researcher Jennifer Mills adds... Boner alert. <laughs> 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 that... That would be appropriate because the guy's name was Boner. Internalized pressure to have a slim, thick body type can lead to risky body modification practices such Mm -hmm. as waist trainers or plastic surgery that have no benefit to one's health and are solely about appearance. I mean, are any of these bodies achievable in nature? You know, like, it it seems to me all of them would have to be achieved via plastic surgery. There's a British Instagram model named Demi, Demi Rose, I think. Okay. There's no way. There's no way that configuration <laughs> right. could occur in nature. So much so that it's it is um it's just off putting. It's just and mind you, if that's the way she normally is, God bless, yeah, you know, have at it. But it just seems absolutely ridiculous. I mean, like, it is it is naturally attainable if you have that shape. That's the thing you can, and then you go to the gym and you you work you with your shape with what you have. But okay. if you don't, I mean, think about it. Right. if you don't have a thin waist or you don't have bigger hips, you. You can't just all of a sudden get big hips right. if you go to the gym. I guess I just I'm thinking about like the Kardashians and, and the Kendall Jenners of the world who are all relatively attractive people to begin with, and then every single one of them at one point has tinkered one yeah. way or the other. Yeah. And it like that just seems to me to be I don't know. Not a, real. A bad pattern to set. Make sure you want to eat popcorn, doesn't Kevin? <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> yeah. okay. I kept it here just for that reason. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you need to watch yeah, our... Kathy's doing you the, need, the dead face. You need to watch our YouTube streaming uh, to see Kathy <laughs> eating popcorn <laughs> like a Kardashian. <laughs> it seems like Kendall is the only one who actually looks like she did when she was a kid. Yeah. Which, we're, we're, wait, which one is that? Uh, yeah. She's second one in. Okay. Um, oh, and then below it? Yeah. Is yeah. There? Yeah. So, sort of, yeah. yeah. We're looking at comparisons, photos of of uh, them as kids and them as uh, Chloe, uh By the way, the picture below that is of Chloe looks nothing. So the post-surgery Chloe featured in this comparison is six years old, mm-hmm. five years old. Right. Because her face has been rendered oh, unusable. I don't have time for one more. Well, I... All right, it's okay. We can take a break. Casey's saying I, I can't see anymore. I can't see. I can't see. Oh, no. <laughs> It was so blind. 
Uh, that's it for the seer. Wait a second. Uh, we'll come back and maybe I'll notice some things. Who knows? Oh, or I'll right. dig through the junk drawer. I don't really know. It should be. Oh, I'm sorry, Steve. Put on his I can see without his glasses. There I we can go. see now. Thank you. See. All right, let's take a break. But as we do, let's give away a $25 gift card to uh, Pretzel Factory. Oh. It's Philly Pretzel Factory. Uh, call number 12-215-263-WMMR with your hosting. You're going to be a guest at Big Game Party. Order your party tray today from phillypretzelfactory.com. And Philly Pretzel Factory has everything you're going to need, including sweet dips like brownie batter, no! cream, and cinnamon. <laughs> Come on, shamon. 215-263-WMMR. Call 12. We'll be right back. Stay with us. 93.3 WMMR presents Gifts from the Holy Ghost Tour. Dorothy performing live at the new Brooklyn Bowl, Philadelphia, Sunday, April 10th. Listen to Jackson and the Preston and Steve show all this week to win your way in. Tickets on sale Friday at 10 a.m. via Ticketmaster. Click concerts at WMMR.com for pre-sale info and another chance to win for MMR VIPs. Dorothy, plus special guests, April 10th at Brooklyn Bowl, Philadelphia. 93.3 WMMR, everything that rocks. We didn't, uh, last week we didn't have time to do the uh, the connoisseur, and I know we already did a food-related thing, but it was early, early this morning, so I want to do that in a second, but first, uh-huh. Steve, I know you saw this story, and this, we can't not mention this, but do you see uh, Jeff Bezos' yacht story? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, oh. you, you guys don't know this? No. Kathy? All no, right, no. so the Dutch port city of Rotterdam <laughs> uh, said that it is going to dismantle a historic bridge <gasps> to allow oh a super yacht Seriously? built for Jeff Bezos. But now they're going to put it back together. <laughs> but still. But it's, listen, the yacht is $485 million. Right. It is too big for the iconic. Koningshaven Bridge, which dates from 1878 and was rebuilt after being bombed by Nazis in 1940 during World War II. Uh, the shipyard building the three-masted mammoth has asked the local council to remove the bridge's central section so that it can pass through. It is the only route to the sea, according to a spokesman for the mayor. Now, you would think the company that is building this yacht would, would say... Have- Here's what we need to right, do. Right. We can't build it this high because there's a historic bridge that we yeah. have to go no, through. Now I was reading it was it was basically um a couple of things. A they knew they were building it for Bezos and they figured that they would be able to get some latitude regardless. Maybe you do that before yeah, you're yeah, most of the right, way done building it. Right, right. But so they've kind uh, of stepped back on it though a little bit. They are saying that they, they haven't approved it yet. That like oh, this, right. this is what they're asking for, but they it says they may dismantle it. They have not approved it yet. And who owns the yacht? Oh, wait, no, it's Bezos. being built. Oh, Jeffrey, Jeffrey Je- Bezos? Jeff Bezos. Wait, wait, Jeffrey, the, the Jeffrey Bezos. Oh, uh, yeah. The yacht's not even built yet? He wants the song to be played. That's, oh, uh, that's I'm sorry. To. <laughs> my, that's okay. My, no, my, they're building it, Jeffrey, Yeah. Jeffrey Bezos. Uh, okay. Here's a picture of it under, in construction. Under you, can, construction. you can see the, 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 the plan, because they did a rendering of what it will look like finished. It looks insane. And they're planning the trip um, that they're taking this summer. So, like, it's not supposed to happen until summertime. Right, right. Yep. So, it's the only route to the sea. Bezos is going to pay for them to dismantle it, by the way. So, they're not just going to do it because they like him. Uh, they are going to have to. And it's it's a sailing ship, so it's got these gigantic masts on it. Well, as it says here in the article, Iron Gear Nair Superjocked 
Jeff Bezos. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so the decision has angered some in the Netherlands, as the local council promised after a major renovation in 2017 that it would never again dismantle the bridge. <laughs> <laughs> Known in Rotterdam as De Hef. That's what they call the bridge. De Hef. De Hef. De Hef bridge. Uh, the mayor's office insisted on the economic benefits and jobs created by the construction of the boat, but promised that the bridge would be <laughs> rebuilt in its current form. De Hef. Yeah. <laughs> uh, like, I wonder who, like, where are they going? Where are they going? Who are they taking? Oh, well, you know, uh, he's got his girlfriend, and he's he's real spent with her, so he's know, lavishing like, her with the stuff, but... I hope they're taking, like, friends and family, so it's like a trip, and there's other people, and they're, it's not just the two of them on that thing. Well, who were they just hanging out with? They were hanging out with uh, Kim Kardashian and Pete Davidson. Yeah, they were. Yeah, so maybe they'll take them. Oh, maybe. Yeah. yeah. Maybe Has some Chloe popcorn. will go and eat <laughs> yeah. popcorn. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's going to get me for a while. Uh, So that is just... It's an insanely big imposition on too many people. Like, I just... Frustrates me beyond. I, I, I have well, I, I have no words. It's a there's gr- no words. It's on it. it's a grotesque display uh, of of wealth. Yeah. Yeah, is what it is. Mm-hmm. It is an absolute. I can't gro- read it. There's no there's no words on it. It's a grotesque display of wealth. I now, mean, in his defense, it it is a legitimate yacht. So I mean, like What's a sailboat. The, it has it has yeah. these super sails, and that's. What they're dismantling the bridge for. Well, okay, yeah. but why not just build it somewhere else? It, on the well, other side of the bridge. Well, that only makes sense, and yeah. you wouldn't want to do that. Yeah, why not Why not figure out a way to, to yeah. hold off on putting the masts on? On the other side of the move bridge. Move that thing through. I'm sure it's floatable, and yeah. they could tow it. They could, you know, use it as tugs or something like that. Get it on the other side, and then put the masts or on. Or maybe, maybe, okay, uh, invest a couple more million dollars on masts that are retractable. I don't know. Who like, knows? There's probably ways around dismantling the bridge, but I don't know. I don't and, know. And, uh, you create a company called Retracto Max. Maybe he's having them do it for fun because yeah. I, I think I've told I, I think I've told you my theory is when you get to a certain level of yeah. of wealth, see it's kind of fun to see what you yeah. can do. See like he says, done. he's made it known he does not like the way Belgium faces. Right? Yeah. And, uh, uh, is he going to turn around? Yeah, he's going to yeah. turn oh, around. Oh my God! Yeah, yeah. That is, that's oh. power. <laughs> All right, he yeah. is in charge. I wanted to bring that up because that's a that's just. Wild! It's just uh, just amazing uh, in that 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 level of of money. Do, Is we, there... do we know anybody that owns a yacht? Uh, a well, yacht? A yacht? Yeah, Bernie Perron owns a yeah, boat. He's a got boat. a boat. No, He's got a boat. Yeah. <laughs> it's a uh, um, it's like a fishing. <laughs> yeah, no, like a Chris Craft. You know what? I got a few emails from people inviting me to to ride on some sizable boats that they have down at the shore. But um, no, no I, I don't know anybody's got a yacht. Steve, no. you probably know better than I do. But like, is there anybody? On the level of Bezos in that company, like, is there anybody who even approaches? If you're if you're number two at that company, do you get a yacht? So I I read the the the, the book about him. It. It's very fascinating, and and there it, it's like the um it's like the Microsoft sort of situation. Um, you know, of course, Gates is was the is is the muckety muck, and then you had the underlings. So yes, there are certainly yachts, um, or at least the potential for yachtage. In his uh, immediate support staff. All right, uh, but but I mean, there's got to be the, other billionaires. Yes, not there's got to be right? not like hundreds of billion. Right, maybe. Right. And but, that's but the difference. So you're maybe you only maybe you only get one sale. Yeah, on your right, yacht. right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, maybe only have you know like. Yeah. Fifty billion dollars. Right. Well, look at the, the yacht know. that Judge, okay? Judge Judy has, right? Which is, and she's she's not a billionaire, but she's a yeah. like six hundred millionaire, hundreds, yeah. right? hundreds of millions, like billion. Yeah, God, I can't even. I know. Wrap my mind around that. 
Like, like you win the lottery. It, you know, you win, you know, 600 and 700 million dollars or something like that. It's petty. Yeah, it's not, it's it's, not even it's, close. It's not even in the near same ballpark. And you're set, you and generations of your family are set for life if you have six, seven hundred million dollars. I think the best description of what that kind of wealth probably does is, again, it, it frees you from any concern about, you know, you'll always have the best medical care. You'll always have the best, um, you know, of, of those things. But again, I would say what... What jazz is you? What do you go? Oh, it's coming in the mail today. You know, it's like <laughs> right, right. <Yeah. laughs> oh, my, my Batman car is coming. <laughs> I got ice cube trays, <laughs> <laughs> and they look like little bells. Well, maybe you just eat a lot because we're going to talk about the connoisseur. Hey! You fed the seer and the connoisseur all in one day. Uh, so no, I didn't want to uh, let these uh, food stories get past. You didn't want to let them go bad. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Just like food does. There are there are some new ice creams. Ice cream, I've told you, that's my that's my one. That's it's my so good. seal. I just I, I agree. Love uh, all kinds of ice cream. It, uh, so my my absolute deadly um, seductress temptress is the chocolate chip cookie. Oh. But uh, but uh, for you, uh, I, I certainly I love ice cream as well. A nice creamy ice cream. And I oh, have become yeah. a massive fan of Hagen Dazs. I think it's it is the finest oh, yeah. that you can buy at the oh, yeah. at the grocery store. Period. Now, are you are you enamored of? I'll get even just their vanilla, man. Yeah. It's really good. Yeah, their chocolate's excellent. But uh, but yeah, they have the, those booze those booze ones. The, I think line. that's what lit your oh, match, man. Oh man, I, you know. And I'm so grateful <laughs> that Acme's signature brand. Uh, oh my god! Because listen, it's, it's they're only, good too. It's only two ninety nine for uh, what are those things? That's a, a carton. I don't know what what it is, is a that? gallon. Is is it a gallon? Yeah, like okay. that, that's standard a size. Because my I two, get a half gallon. My, is it? Yeah, yeah. Because it doesn't seem like a full gallon. But either way, it's only two ninety. And my two favorite ice creams are signature brand mint cookie crumble is the uh-huh. one, and then salty caramel pretzel. I can't. I'm so They're so grateful. Very very good. Mm-hmm. And I so I wonder who. I doubt Acme's making it themselves, but I wonder who makes it for them. Well, whatever signature yeah. is, right, you know, yeah, it's, yeah. that's you know, and I wonder if they cater to other. And you know what they have? My favorite, like chocolate chip cookies. Their chocolate chip cookies are excellent. Really, yeah. there's no reason to leave Acme. <laughs> Uh, so anyhow, Hagen Dazs uh, has come out with a new collection, so that's why I brought this oh, up. Okay. It's and called what? the City Sweets Collection. The City Sweets reimagines iconic city street food snacks like soft pretzels, churros, and even New York City's classic black and white cookies into mm. ice cream flavors. This one's called High Priced Hooker. So <laughs> the collection includes flavors such as Dolce de Leche Churro, mm-hmm. which is Dolce de Leche ice cream and Dolce de Leche sauce packed with churro pieces. Um, then you have Summer Berry Cake Pop. Which is strawberry ice cream packed with peanut butter and pretzel. That sounds pretty good. Do they have pizza rat? (laughs) Nope. Uh, But they should, right? (laughs) Right. That's a well-known New York City. City. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and they have others. Those are the only two flavors that I've seen a description of. What? Um, there is also a... Have you guys seen Little Debbie's coming out with their own ice cream no. treats as well? No. So. I have that information. Oh, no. oh. Man. Do you think any of this would miss the connoisseurs? No, I don't know what I was thinking. Do I not apologize. get that past me. Uh, hang on a second. You. I might have to go a little bit deeper. Do yeah, you, here we go. Do you know what occurs to me, too, though, Preston, with this, this? And we're looking at the various brands that you just mentioned in the haagen line. It seems to me that they might be targeting or looking to seduce the Ben and Jerry's audience. Yeah, maybe. 
I mean, they're a little more highbrow than Ben and Jerry's, I think, mm. but uh, they they might be stooping a little bit to get down there and grab some of that Ben Pick and Jerry's that scum. Yeah. Uh, okay. So the ice cream flavors from Little Debbie uh-huh. uh, in Walmart stores are oatmeal cream pie ice cream, okay. uh, strawberry shortcake rolls ice cream, mm-hmm. Nutty Bars ice cream. That's what I'm looking for. Bust a Nutty Bar. <laughs> uh, cosmic Brownies ice cream. Okay, brownies. Honey buns ice cream. Oh, hey, oh honey, God, buns. honey buns. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> okay. Uh, I got my ass licked. Oh, oh my, my God. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Uh, <laughs> zebra cakes ice cream. Man, uh, that, that, that is a dwindling supply. I mean, they're on the endangered species list. You can zebra say cakes? That, yeah. yeah. It's not the actual zebras. Oh, and are oh, they endangered? All right. I'm sorry. No, no. Oh, okay. And then the last one is uh, Swiss rolls ice cream. So There's those not a the, lot of Swiss people on Earth, Press. <laughs> the Little Debbies. You know yeah, what I've been eating a lot lately? Um, not a lot, but what I've been having instead is, uh, you guys are probably going to attack me for this, um, but dairy-free ice cream. Mm, so it's made not... with, like, coconut milk or... Um, I don't think I've ever had it. Cashew milk, <laughs> almond milk. Steve's growling. Steve, hold on. <laughs> Before you growl, it's... It, no, listen. It's, it's good. It's okay, so bad. I've had a thing, Kathy, that I think is mm. probably falls in that realm, and I don't know what it what it is. <laughs> um, it's, it's, it's like the Halo brand. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, so what it really, yeah. what it really tastes like to me is actually um, frozen pudding. That's not dairy, right? I believe it is. Yeah, Kathy. So, by the way, you went from it's good to it's not bad. No, no, no. Right. I was lo- no, you no, no, hear no, no. that? That's two very no, different. No, no, no. I was yes, looking it is. at. I was looking at you because you gave me the face, and I was like, "Oh, you're saying no." But if you're giving <laughs> reviews, it's good is very different than it's not that bad. I, but I was saying that Preston was saying yeah. it's not that bad. No, I think it's good. I okay. honestly, have you tried Halo? Is, I, is I, Halo I, what you're talking about? That kind of style of, um, of because again, to me, Kathy. When I microwave up like the, the the chocolate halo, it is like um, and it's still good. Preston, it's like the, the difference between the Impossible Burger and a regular burger. It's got its it, own flavor, right? It's not. Wait, you microwave it. I like to. I like it melted a bit, and that's when it really pops for me. Okay, you know, I don't like frozen solid. You know, ice cream. You just yeah, you yeah, it needs like a, to be a little, little soft. drippy. <laughs> right, exactly. Like our friend. Know, uh, yeah, Mike, I, I'll Mike Strange from Bassett said, "You leave it out. It's called tempering it. You need to temper oh, it." Oh, is that like uh, when you? Sometimes uh, you can't wait. <laughs> you pour uh, the microwave. Get it? Wine yeah. into like a yeah. You let know, breathe like, a little yeah. bit. Mm-hmm. Aerator. Yeah. 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 All right. Any, anything else on the ice cream tip, Kathy? No. I'm oh, well, just what's the brand? You, I'll pick that instead of regular ice cream. Now was it Halo? That you're no, talking? it's not. I have tried Halo. It's oh, you want to know the brand? I'll, yeah, please. I, I'll let you know, Steve. Okay. Um, yeah, and you know what uh, brand I need to try more often is uh, Yingling makes a really good ice yes. cream. Yes, and they people right rave on. We they brought yeah. some in here one time. Mm-hmm. Again, we're we're in the best of times for ice cream because there's so many. You know, I mean, again, the base flavors have to you have to it has to be a creamy sort of ice cream if they get. Casey, the vanilla and the the chocolate, right? Then you're you're rocking. Oh, and Baskin Robbins has new ice cream flavors what? too uh, for Valentine's Day. They have or just one. It's for Valentine's Day. It's called Secret Admirer. I love you. And features <laughs> uh, pink cake flavored ice cream swirled with a rose ice cream along with a strawberry ribbon. Man, the, the Baskin Robbins near me closed. Oh, uh, there's hard one. to find. Yeah, and there's there one was... down the street. Here? Yeah. 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 Do you but I like down. being able to walk to the one where I... You can walk there. It's just going to take you like a day. <laughs> You're right. You can't walk from... Is that by Wendy's? <laughs> yeah. 
that's a ways away. It is a ways no, away, but it's, it's there. All right. Okay. Steve, by the way, the uh, brands that I have are Favorite Day and So Delicious. Favorite Day and So Delicious, and they are milk-free, but they, do they do they really approximate ice cream? Yeah. Okay. Where do you right. get I'm a cat? What, what's the calorie level? Uh, it's like, it's about, I'd say maybe like 100, ca- 100 calories less uh, per, per, per serving. Gallon? Per gallon? Uh, the serving. Oh, okay. Hmm. And what's the serving? Like an entire pint? No. <laughs> so a serving of, because uh, Kathy knows this, because I would have my little half cup of ice cream right. uh, or a Froyo, and that was only 80 calories of uh, of a chocolate Froyo so like, for half. It's not much. It's not much. On the, on the back, like, so I'm looking at what they're, they're saying a serving, like one is 220 and then the regular ice cream was 320. Mm, okay. Or a little over so 320. All right. Not quite as down to Froyo level. You know, if, but... if, if you're really, if you're. If you came to play, though, you're going to sock away the pint. If oh, you, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Don't yeah. mess around. I, I mean, I try not to eat the whole thing. Right. But, but I mean, forget. It's so easy Also, to. do you subscribe to the notion that if you're standing, you're not actually eating it? Mm. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. but it I will count. now. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> I like that. Or if you don't place it in the bowl. Right. Like it's it doesn't, not. It, it never. No. no I, I didn't. If you're standing and you're eating out of directly out of the pint, not putting in the bowl. When I was really watching what I was eating, uh, the the stuff that was on the lid when you would open yeah. it up, that didn't count. Right. Okay. That never counted. Yeah. So, right. That's yeah. why you'd eat it upside down. All right. Uh, we're we're going to step away from uh, the dessert area. We're going in reverse order now, and we're going to get uh, something from Wendy's. Uh, they now have, or soon they will be having what's called the new... Hot honey chicken sandwich oh. and new hot honey chicken biscuit available. Uh, biscuit. The, the biscuit features a chicken fillet drizzled with Wendy's new hot honey served biscuits. on a buttermilk biscuit. I'd like some honey drizzled on my ass, please. Oh my God. Can I lick it? So someone can lick it? So someone can lick my ass. Uh, while the new sandwich features a spicy chicken breast, melted pepper jack cheese, huh. three strips of applewood. Uh, yeah, applewood smoked bacon, uh, crispy pickled chips uh, topped with hot honey on a toasted bun. That sounds pretty good. I'll tell you this. Anything that comes up in the in the Wendy's menu realm, I just discount because every time I go by any of them, there is a line that extends into infinity. Yeah. Wendy's? Wendy's. Yeah, my Wendy's. Right? Case? My, yeah, my Wendy's uh, in Brumall. Oh. It, you know, uh, just it, packed, and because it, it's right next to the Home Depot, it will go all the way around, and then it kind of like wraps out into the Home Depot parking lot. It's kind of a shame because I do like a spicy chicken sandwich from I used, Case. I used to really dig their salads. Yeah, we're, we're really good. Huh. And but, uh, I'm sorry, I can't. Uh, I don't know. I'm a wealthy businessman. I don't have time. <laughs> but press the Wendy's actually that's near the Baskin Robbins that I was talking about. That yes. that line's never really too bad. Right. But I actually haven't been there in a while. Because it depends on the location. Mm-hmm. Uh, location, you... location, location. Always location. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> All right. Uh, here's another uh, burger joint uh, conversation. But uh, this is their chicken sandwich as well. Shake Shack has introduced a new buffalo menu featuring a buffalo chicken sandwich, buffalo spice fries, and buffalo spice cheese mm-hmm. fries. What would you expect to pay for this amazing menu item? Uh, the sandwich features a crispy chicken breast covered in the brand's signature buffalo sauce topped with ranch sauce over pickles and shredded lettuce on a toasted potato bun. I love buffalo chicken. Mm. I love the, uh, there was a buffalo chicken dip. 
all of that. You got to be careful, though. Like, you can overload a little bit on the buffalo you flavor. Can. If it's too hot, I don't like it. Or uh, if it's, it's just too, too much. Like, yeah. juicy. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 But, but uh, honestly, uh, yeah, that rocks my world, the buffalo stuff. I was surprised. We were at Pizzeria Uno um, two Saturdays ago, and uh, just kind of, my, my, I was with my mom, and she was like, I want to try some wings. Will you split them with me? I was like, Ugh, okay. No! Uh, they were really good. Oh, were they? they, were they buffalo? Was, yeah. What was this? Uh, the Buffalo Wings at Pizzeria Uno. Okay. I was uh, super duper surprised at like, how good they were. It's like Barry in the in the Goldbergs. Whatever restaurant they go to, he'll order the thing you at least, like if you go to a steakhouse, he yeah. orders fish. Right. Yeah. Yeah. By the way, isn't uh, didn't we determine that uh, Buffalo, 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 Buffalo is actually a complete sentence? And I think it's yeah, seven yeah, Buffalo. Yeah, is like it seven yeah, Buffalo? Buffalo, yeah. Buffalo. Buffalo, Buffalo, Buffalo. Okay, yeah, right. It's, it's like, like an adjective and a verb and whatever the hell else. They, oh, yeah. the city. And when you guys yes. were doing that live on the air, I could not follow, and now I can actually follow. Oh. It took me. It's years. basically Seven Buffalo. Years. Are yeah. you starting with Buffalo, the city? Yes. Buffalo, the, Buffalo, the animal. Right. And then there's a buffalo, buffalo is a verb. Right. right. Um, yeah. And then, you and come then back. an adjective. Right. Of the. City or something you, like that. Yeah, what yeah. it is is you're talking about the. Oh, uh, that's not really the <laughs> buffalo <laughs> from Buffalo. Right. Will Buffalo other buffalo buffaloes? Correct. Yes, yeah, something and, like that. Mm-hmm. Listeners uh, loved that segment. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I remember. Yeah, they, they, they just <laughs> wanted it to die with a white hot intensity. <laughs> But we solved it. All right. Uh, yeah. What else got? Let's uh, now we need something to drink, right? Uh huh. Millennials are turning away from wine. Oh, Kathy, oh, more for you. <laughs> A new report of uh, the of the state of the industry finds that. Are you? Uh-huh. Do they say what they're going towards? Uh, yes. People. So here's the deal. Uh, 2022 state of wine industry report finds that people over 65 are the demographic by far most likely to choose wine over other options. Younger drinkers are increasing drawn to competing alcoholic beverages, beers, spirits, and spiked seltzers. I was going to say spirits. That's what I would think. Maybe. Yeah, spirits have been on the rise mm-hmm. past couple of years. Cocktails have come back into vogue. Yeah. Within the They're past very popular. Five years. You saw the Delaware, um, I think, passed legislation where they will allow curbside cocktail um, oh, really? to go. Yeah, yeah. To go if, if you want to check that, but I believe that's the case. <laughs> was not the case here in, in PA, right? No, it right. still isn't. Let's yeah. go to the boozer, Marissa. Do you know in Delaware you can drive with an open container as long as the driver is not drinking? Shut Are up. You sure? I yes. thought that was the same case in Jersey too, Kat, I, I, Marissa. Because I thought, like, you know, for, if you're going down the shore, like the dude in the passenger seat could be slamming and have a, a drink. Yeah. Um, wow. Jersey, but, but it is 100 in Delaware. Everybody wow. else in the car yeah. can be drinking as long. Saying the yes, driver too. is not yeah. drinking. Wow. That's, that's very interesting. I thought the open container law was pretty much the same in every you state. You better tell Rochelle she's driving from now on. <laughs> <laughs> hate to tell you she already does. Hey, We've been honest? breaking that law for years. How does that law apply or not apply to passengers in limousines in Pennsylvania? Yeah, how is that different? Right? Good question. That is a good question. I think yeah. the divider is what the legal separation is. So when as long as you, you have, have something that rises yeah. and lowers. Right. Uh, yeah, really, what you do is just put a pair of blinds between uh-huh. the front seat and the back seat. Totally it might out. literally have to do with the type of vehicle that's it's being driven. Right? You know, if you yeah. can't hear the law from the back seat, <laughs> it doesn't count. Yeah. What was that not, law again? It's not illegal. You can't, I can't hear you. You cannot have an open container in the car in New Jersey. 
Okay. okay. Yeah, I believe that. Yeah, Jersey's got some pretty strict law, all kinds of Define in the car. <laughs> Here we go. It says, although, and I don't know what the source of this is, uh, did you know law.com? Although anyone operating a vehicle cannot consume alcohol, a passenger of a bus, taxi, or limousine can legally possess mm. or consume an open container of an alcoholic beverage. Uh, and the alcohol must be in the back of the vehicle while the driver does not have access to it. All right. Except the bus. So there you yeah. go. Right? <laughs> What's that logging? Yeah. So anyhow, uh, yes. Yeah, so uh, baby boomers drink more wine than millennials by nearly a two-to-one ratio. Unless the industry does more to attract consumers by uh, younger than 65, wine consumption may drop by 20%. When boomers sunset, it says. I think that they die. Uh, the, this is all probably cyclical anyway, right? It, it, yeah, depending things on come the age of, of, of society in general. Things come in right, and out of right. vogue. It'll, it, wine will, will find its footing again. I remember when wine had a big screaming back resurgence and everyone was a, suddenly a wine expert. And, uh, yeah, it was, and, it was all the rage. And I remember not that long ago, within a decade, shortly of, that, that ordering a... A cocktail off of a cocktail menu was not really a thing I would ever even consider. It was like an old guy yeah. thing. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. No, exactly. Right. Yeah. It was yeah. seen as like, yeah, older people. But, I mean, I'm gravitating towards cocktails now. I like, love them. I'd rather go out and um, get a good cocktail than a glass of wine. And the idea of mixing different booze. Mixology, well yes. Like, I, well, no, not that way. I mean, drink, if drinking a gin or a bourbon drink in, in the same session was not a good mm-hmm. idea. But actually, yeah, you can mix and match Well, those. what I was mentioning is is, yes. is the, the, the actual cocktail mixing that classes, yeah. places will have them. It's, it's very trendy. Mm-hmm. Oh, and for sure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah most definitely. Um, so the warning isn't uh, new for an industry. It says that's uh, been sounding the alarm bells uh, about its aging consumer base for several years. But this report was more alarming because wine experts expected a strong <laughs> rebound in 2021 as restaurants and bars uh, reopened after pandemic closures. Uh, but wine lost market share to spirits. That's mainly yeah. what it says. So cocktails, yes, are, are being ordered with your meal or something like that uh, more often than uh, than wine is, or it's at least taking a hit. So, all right, um, let's see what else. We had something to drink. We had our dessert. We had... Uh, no appetizer? Oh, you know what? After dinner, mix? No, let's see. You know what? Nick sent me this article uh, a week or two ago, and I didn't get a chance to get to it, but hot sauce. Oh, yeah. Hot sauce. There are geographic preferences when it comes to the specific hot sauce brands that they tend to choose in the country. So Instacart analyzed its purchase data to identify the most popular hot hot sauce in each state. And it actually, it almost goes by um, geographic area as opposed to just state. Like even larger than, like clusters of states all have uh, similar. Uh, Well, I can see that. Yeah. Uh, Yes, that makes sense. Uh, So are we talking... um, Hotness on the Scoville scale, or what? Are we no, no, no. Things? It's just uh, you know, uh, the, so like the the Huifeng, uh Sriracha, right, is the most purchased hot sauce in the United States overall, uh, and in thirty one states uh, based on volume. I think Sriracha is completely overrated. I don't care for. I don't it. care for it either. It, it's no. quite common. Are yeah. you guys? I am basically Frank- hot sauce kind of people. Yeah, I'm a French oh, yeah. red hot. Are you? Yeah. yeah, I do. We do Frank's and Steve. I almost. I basically ruined uh, 
some mac and cheese the other day because I thought the hot sauce was going to like spurt out. Oh, right. dude! And the spurt thingy was not in the bottle, I and I that basically I mean, your dumped. technique is too good. It was. I, mean, I was like Peter Northing that thing. Uh, the uh, so so much so that I had to make more mac and cheese. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! So you ruined it. I, you flooded. Well, it. I, I fixed it. I, I was because it was um it was a an instant mac and cheese that I made. So close I just, your eyes. I just made a second min- instant mac and cheese, right, and right. so I was able to you know <laughs> fix it. But you, you just have it. to add more mac and I cheese. I just had to add more mac and cheese to it. But I can fix this by making an entire new dish. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not a hot sauce guy, Steve. I will in certain dishes add just a little bit of it to throw something. In there to throw a little tang, yeah, if you will. Uh, but uh, no, I don't. I don't go overboard on it at all. But uh, the second most popular is Frank's Red Hot, uh, and it's number one in fourteen states, including New York, Kentucky, and Missouri, and Pennsylvania. So huh. it has the Northeast. All pretty, right, so pretty, that's us. Pretty locked in. Yep. Uh, then you have. Can you have an open bottle of hot sauce in a car if you're driving? <laughs> yes, you can. Yeah. Yes, it is legal. Uh, but you know what? I do love the way hot sauce smells. Uh, I do like that. Just not the taste. Uh, no, I mean, I, I don't hate it, but yeah. I... Mm, it's like mulch. Yeah. You like the smell, but you wouldn't want to eat it. Yeah, my yeah. kids love hot like sauce. You know, it's... Um, it, in, and oh, I yeah? think children in general, like, at least the, my kids and, and their their, uh, their groups of friends, they dig spicy things. Yeah, I, you know, hot potatoes, the taquitos. Uh, is that what they're called? Taquitos? No, no. Yeah. Takis. Oh right, yeah, the ta- uh, there are these. They're, they're like basic... Cheetos, but they're really spicy. They're Cheetos. not like Cheetos. They're like Doritos. They're, they're, it's a corn tortilla. <laughs> okay, yeah, it's a corn chip of okay. sorts. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but they're really hot. They're really spicy. Yeah. yeah. All right. Oh, these are the ones. Yeah, the, the, they get really hot. Yeah, I would say they are more like Cheetos than Doritos, Casey. Okay, then you can say that. It looks like they have a, a couple different versions of it. So. Well, different flavors, uh, but like the the. What it's made? It's basically just a rolled up tortilla. It looks chip. like it looks like a rolled up uh, Dorito. They seem more like. Yeah. I'm going to side with Nick on or Casey on this. Nick, okay, so go screw yourself. <laughs> All right, well, okay. that's one approach. <laughs> they seem more like furniture. You're wrong, yeah. so go after yourself. <laughs> All right. So uh, by the way, the, the other brands, uh, Berman's takes this top spot in Iowa. I'm not fam- I'm not familiar with Berman's, but that's the only state that has it. Uh, and then uh, Bueno and Village Hot Sauce dominate. In, uh, in their respective home states of New Mexico and North Dakota. Ironically, original Louisiana is the most popular in Mississippi, but not Louisiana. And that's what a betrayal. And Texas Pete is number one in North and South Carolina. How does Pizza Joe do? But not Texas <laughs> You Pete know what's not Joe. on there is, uh, uh, well... Tabasco? I, Tabasco. Yeah. And yeah, I was surprised. Tabasco is like, when you go to a diner, because usually when I get, like, um, Scrapple, I yeah. like to mix Tabasco and ketchup together. Mm. Uh, and that's like... When you go to a diner, like, they don't have Frank's Red. It's usually a Tabasco Yeah, it's kind of a standard, right? Yeah. It was a, I think it was a 60-minute segment, Casey, a few years back on Tabasco. And, like, it's a, it's this family rest. I think it's McElhenney, right? And, okay. And, oh, and yes. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. That's the name on it. And so they own, like, this little island in Louisiana. And they've been making it for, like, 150 years or something like that. Wow. It, it's really fascinating, and it's really precise. The number of peppers that they put in in every recipe or whatever. It was cool. It was a cool segment. What's the name of your buddy's hot sauce? Bottle squirts. Bottle squirts. Yes, it's a it's a play on words. It's butt squirts and bottle squirts. And, okay. and, and but he, listen, it's really good. He makes it, and um, and he, it's become sort of this side project for him. That's that's fun, but it's a really good hot sauce. One uh, one one flavor or one uh, three flavors. Three flavors. Yeah, Mister Dex bottle squirts and uh, Kathy tried it when we did the uh, the taste test thing. Oh, that's right. I couldn't taste it. Yeah, <laughs> um, but uh, I helped come up with the names. Uh, you know, for it was fun for me and Scott. But yeah, butt squirts, bottle squirts, and then there's a, a green sauce as well. I still have a bottle of that. What that listener made for. 
course, uh, Snort Dort. Uh, yes, at, at I home. remember that. I have it. It's got it's got me and Steve on the Snort on the label. Graham, Snort Dort hot sauce. Tim Graham in our sales department has a friend who uh, it was my favorite hot sauce. It was I think it's called like Screaming Marys or something like that. Wow, that one was really good. Instacart identified the state that buys the most hot sauce. That's uh, the states that buy the most hot sauce: North Dakota, New Mexico, Colorado, California, and North Carolina. And the ones that purchase the least amount of hot sauce are Hawaii, Iowa, Arkansas, Oklahoma, and Rhode Island. Uh, Seventy-four, according to the results, seventy-four percent of Americans eat hot sauce with their food. Forty-five percent typically add it to a meal at least once a week. Huh. Among those who I use never do hot sauce, sixty-seven percent said they are passionate about their preferred brand. Uh, still, eighty-three percent of hot sauce users reported being uh, very or somewhat open to trying new hot sauce brands. Uh, Instacart also reported that Maya, Kamal, and Truff are the fastest-growing hot sauce brands right now. So yep. they're the ones that are uh, that are gaining. On ones the to look for. Yeah. You ever tried Cholula? No. What was that noise? No, that was my. That was me. Oh. That, was my, that was my coffee. No, sorry. <laughs> oh, I've never tried. What um. <laughs> what are what are things you actually put hot sauce on? Pizza, eggs. You put that ass on everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pizza, I mean, eggs, uh, mac and cheese. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Case it's screaming memes. That's it. And it's Meme. a sweet hot sauce. Okay. Meme. I the things I will use hot sauce. Mexican food. Um, you know, if I get a, a taco or burrito or something like that, I might okay. put a little hot sauce on there. Um, Chili, if I'm making that, I might put a little bit in that. You made chili the other day. I did make chili. I made snow chili. I wanted to eat that. Yeah. Did you put <laughs> Did you put hot sauce in it? <laughs> or on it? I want to kiss you. Uh, <laughs> no, not that time. I okay. actually I put some fresh jalapeno uh, in it. That's there, another so. one, Steve, where I don't like, like if it's too spicy, the chili. I, yeah. It's not for me. It needs to be no, like, I agree. But you like hot sauce. What's that? But you like hot sauce. Uh, yeah, but, yeah, uh, but in moderation. Yeah. Yeah. And it's conflicted. It adds, it adds flavor. Yeah, like eggs. You eat an egg. When we talk about, uh, th- when you do... Stuff that is so effing hot that all you're experiencing is the heat <laughs> right. and the t- it's, to me yeah, that the I, and, and there are people that love that. I cannot. I want to taste the the food. Yeah, yeah. Or you can't. You I don't it. put what? hot sauce on anything. Really? No, huh. nothing. You're the other commercial. I, I don't just, put that on. <laughs> well, it's too. You know what? It, uh, even the the mildest hot sauce is too much for me. Yeah, okay. I mean, I do like mixing my hot sauce with ketchup. So if I am eating like fries or something like that, you have a little hot sauce ketchup. I like really that. Good. And yeah. and uh, Heinz makes a jalapeno oh. uh, uh, ketchup. Uh, as well, yeah. There's a diner that we go to from time to time that has that. They that's, already did it for you. That's good with eggs, Marissa. Uh, there is a truffle hot sauce called the Truffleist. Yes, that is my favorite hot sauce. Oh, I'm I, sorry. I was thinking of truffle ketchup. I have truffle ketchup. How's that? that? It's fantastic. So I love truffle. Uh, the one thing is, the one food that causes the most repeat burping. Is tr- anything for with you? Truffle? Truffle? Yes. Okay. Oh my God. That's interesting. Now you're reliving a wonderful experience, right? But after a while, it's enough is enough. Ooh. Yeah, Marissa, I'll have to get you some of that truffle ketchup. ketchup? Do you like ketchup? I do like ketchup. Okay. And Ooh, I will okay. get you some truffle hot sauce. Oh my God. It's it's sounds like the swap. beginning of a beautiful friendship. <laughs> it's like thirty dollars a bottle, though. Oh, what? Geez. Whoa. Yeah. But okay. it's Twenty-two. Twenty-two. Okay. All right. All right. Well, uh, seven dollar chip. Listen, that's all we have time for. Um, hopefully, you got something out of this uh, version of the connoisseur. Uh, but we have to take a break because we got some stuff to get to. Let's take a break and come back with the bizarre file for you next. And we will do that shortly. So hang in there. MMR rocks the Black Keys. Dropping in for a summer showdown. Saturday, July 30th at BB&T Pavilion. Baby, I'm out 
Listen to Pierre and the Preston and Steve show all this week to win your way in. Tickets on sale Friday at 10 a.m. via Ticketmaster. MMR VIPs, click contests at WMMR.com for another chance to win. 93.3 WMMR and the Black Keys. Everything that rocks. I think all weekend... I'm going to be watching Kathy eating popcorn because <laughs> I just can't get enough of it. It's on our Instagram account right now. Short little video of Kathy eating popcorn like a Kardashian. It's just it's fantastic. All right, B-File stories. Here we go. Bizarre. WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre Brought to you by uh, WMMR and President Steve Logo Winter Hats. Another cool item in the MMR Rock Shop. And you can pick one up today for you or as a gift. WMMR.com. Use the keyword shop while you're there, my friend. All right. uh, There's a shocking video that captures the moment a three-year-old girl was dropped into a bear pit at a zoo in Uzbekistan by her mother. Uh, who is being investigated for attempted murder for this. It's scary, man. Uh, the and that footage, bear bolts around. Uh, the footage shows the child being dropped into a trench about 16 feet below the railing as the hulking bear named Zuzu walks by and sniffs the child. Seriously, what kind of mother are you? Uh, zookeepers managed to lure the beast into an enclosure part of the area uh, before rushing to rescue the little girl who suffered a concussion and some cuts from the fall. Yeah, it's a long fall. Yeah. For, especially the way the kid was dropped down. She could have died from the fall. Yeah. Uh, the mother has been detained and faces a criminal case for attempted murder. She could be sentenced to 15 years behind bars if convicted for the heroin crime. Since when has this become the thing now for, for dropping kids into uh, dangerous animal enclosures? A uh, spokeswoman said Zuzu got slowly, uh, uh, stood up, and slowly got down the trench Walked towards the girl, sniffed her, and then walked back. You could have killed her. So they what are you, an idiot? They got her out of there. Uh, in Tennessee, the state Reese, uh, rested its case. Sorry. Uh, against, I reached my case. Against accused Waffle House shooter Travis Ranking. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, on Wednesday, the move follows the defense grilling an investigator to read two letters Ranking is believed to have written to superstar Taylor, superstars Taylor Swift and Oprah Winfrey. Uh, ranking faces a 16-count indictment, uh, including at least four murder charges. God. Authorities say he unleashed 30 rounds of ammunition, killing four and leaving multiple others injured. Uh, since Ranking entered a not guilty plea by reason of insanity, his defense attorneys argued uh, for Detective Desmond Samarill uh, to be able to read the ju- to the jury two letters found in Ranking's safe. After a heated exchange between prosecutors and Ranking's attorney, the judge ruled that he would allow the letters to be read out loud. So one of the letters addressed to Oprah Winfrey was mailed and returned to ranking in 2017. The letter opens with, Oprah, I'm writing to you because I am not, or because I am in love with Taylor Swift, and I don't know if I am delusional or not. I started writing Taylor uh, in 2015. The letters were about dreams I was having. So let me get this straight. Oprah didn't help him? No. And he writes that uh, he started having feelings for Taylor Swift after she mouthed the word hello to him at one of her concerts. Okay. Right? And that's what did it. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, but then he says the tables turned. She started being cruel and lied about everything. She catfished me on the internet. Unbelievable. He goes on to say, she says things like... And she like, has this, oh, I'm so nice image. He says, uh, she says things like she's hooking up with other guys. She's hooking up with girls. She wants to be in a relationship with more than one person. She calls me names like Donald Trump. In <laughs> huh. the letter... Ranking went on to accuse Swift of hacking his computer and stealing his scientific ideas. 
He wrote that he went to Swiss Home in L.A. to uh, find a place that looked like it was under construction or abandoned. He found that's what he ended up finding. Now, here's where it gets crazy. And uh, <laughs> that he told his parents that he was going to meet Swift again. He said, I tried to meet her one night and told my parents about it. They called ERS on me and forced me to get mentally evaluated. I was kept against my will for six to seven days. The doctors, uh, without a root cause, told me that I was schizophrenic. So this guy's got major got mental problems. Yes. Uh, so the defense plea may work. It goes on and on about the whole Taylor Swift things, but these are letters that he wrote before that whole thing happened. Uh, so he had written, if uh, there is uh, Taylor with different identities, then who are those different people? He it's had a good added, question. Meaning, I'd uh, want to know. Yeah. So anyhow, uh, that's a weird little twist and a, and a terrible. You know, story. this is the perfect time though to have a nice meet cute in prison. Oh yeah. A meet what? Meet cute where Taylor, she, he, oh, goes, yeah, yeah, he yeah. goes to the plexiglass and she's on the other side with mm-hmm, the phone. Mm-hmm. I heard you were asking about me. All right, how about this story? This is out of Vegas. A bartender robbed at gunpoint who said he was forced to uh, pay back the thousands of dollars stolen filed a lawsuit Tuesday against his former employer. So video of the incident shows an armed man coming into a, a place called The Lodge on uh, the morning of December 4th, uh, Edward Parker, was working at the bar when the robber demanded money. Parker, holding his hands in the air, gives the armed man the money from the register and cash sitting on the bar. And he went on to say uh, it was December 2020. We were in the middle of COVID. Uh, People are fighting for jobs left and right. I suppose I let the idea of having a steady job with steady income cloud my judgment. So hours after handing over $3,900... Parker said management at the lodge told him that he had to pay the money back. Oh, come on. And he said, I wasn't thinking right. I just had a gun shoved in my face, so I signed a document. And they signed. he signed a contract that said $300 would come out of his paycheck until the full amount what? was oh paid God, off. No. Yeah, exactly. Poor right? guy. Yeah. What did uh, Oprah tell him to do? They said, <laughs> they said the time between he was robbed and signed the document was about three to four hours. And he said he was still, dude, he had a That's gun ridiculous. pulled in his face. Yeah. So he thought he was going to die. He is obviously fighting this, and I got to believe that they're going to side They'll with him. They'll reduce that to just some yard work at the owner's house. Yeah, maybe so. So, anyhow. <laughs> Uh, let's see. All right. And we'll end with kind of a cutesy story. I like this. Uh, Melissa Pratt wasn't sure what to expect when she peeled away the dark green shingles covering a bedroom wall in a house that she had been remodeling for her son. The asphalt roof shingles were an odd choice of wall covering, so she'd brace herself for just about anything. But seeing row after row after row of baseball cards from the 1970s and 80s glued to the walls was still a big surprise to her. Uh, in all, there were around 1,600 cards. She said, we're not really baseball fans, so I didn't really know who I was looking at, but I had lots of friends say, oh, I know that guy and that guy. It's Daryl Strawberry. Uh, <laughs> Is that a sign, Don Gooden? <laughs> the cards aren't likely to make hardcore collectors swoon, but there are many familiar faces of the era, such as Mike Schmidt, George Brett, and legendary manager Whitey Herzog. Wow. Sadly, uh, being stuck on a wall for decades likely erased any value the cards may have. Uh, Broad said that her son, Luke, tried to remove a few, but the pictures just tore away from their cardboard backing. She said the only way to really remove it is to cut the drywall out and take it in pieces. Uh, Broad had bought the house, which was built in 1969, from the estate of the original owner in December. She's stripping it down to the bare bones to restore it. And after discovering the baseball card wall, Broad said that she got in touch with the owner's son, who still lives in the area. Uh, Chris Nelson, who is now 44, remembers decorating the room in the 80s. He said... Uh, that his mother was very artistic and let him redecorate his room every few years when he was growing up. Putting shingles inside a house, though, is 
Well, Bizarre. so when he was 12 or 13, he said he amassed a large collection of baseball cards, and we just decided we were going to wallpaper one of the walls with the excess cards. The project took Nelson and his parents a weekend to complete, so we got some pretty strong adhesive, and each of us just got a stack of cards and a brush, and we would paint the glue on the back, tack them up on the wall, and he said it was a nice family activity. Uh, his friends thought the wall was super cool when they would come over to play. Uh, but as he grew up, he said uh, it was time to redecorate again, but painting over the cards wasn't an option. And as Brat later discovered herself, uh, they were glued on too tightly. He said, we ended up with a few packages of roof shingles, and we just nailed them up on the wall and painted them. And wow. uh, now the wall's fate is undecided. But it's possible mom was a little too overindulgent. Uh, but it's kind of cool yeah, yeah. Uh, to peel that back and see all those baseball cards. Yeah. Over I thought that was kind of neat. All right, and there you go. That's what I have in the bizarre file. We have one $25 gift card left from our friends at Philly Pretzel Factory. They brought by all kinds of great goodies here this morning. But if you're headed to a big game party this weekend... Uh, be a champion and bring a party tray from Philly Pretzel Factory. You can order yours today at phillypretzelfactory.com. We'll take caller number 10, and we will give that to you. 215-263-WMMR. We'll be right back. Did you know you could listen to all of WMMR's podcasts as well as our live stream on your Alexa-enabled device? It's easy. Just say, Alexa, open MMR. Savings are in bloom at Acme. Get four times reward points with your Acme For You app. Look for the specially marked tags on participating items throughout the store and redeem your Acme rewards for free grocery items. Or save up to a dollar per gallon on gas at participating Exxon or mobile stations. Look for your savings and boom bonus reward points only at Acme. Now and now through April 28th. Other restrictions and exclusions apply. Download the Acme app or visit acmemarkets.com for more details. Acme, fresh foods, local flavors. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Friday. Oh, it's beautiful. Uh, the end is in sight. The barn door is open. The fruit is hanging low. Absolutely. And the Their stool has three legs. Yes. <laughs> we are all I'm young. Uncle. Good to go. I'm Don't say nine, say nine instead of ten. Do you. Uh, We're going to ask. I don't the, like soup. Today's lesson question, and we are going to give away. A pair of three-day tickets for the 24th Annual Philadelphia Tattoo Arts Festival, which is going to be at the end of this month. It's going to be the 25th through the 27th Pennsylvania Convention Center. Question out of half you. Uh, this morning is, what will the opening song for the Tales of the Walking Dead be? <laughs> 215-263-WMMR. <laughs> They're going to use a theme song for the uh, Tales of the Walking Dead. What will that be? 215-263-WMMR. If you happen to know, give us a call now, and we'll do the trash while we're waiting for that phone call. The trash business is a goldmine. 93.3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. All right, let's get a nice big piece of the trash. What's going on, Steve? Well, Preston, a sixth installment in the Scream movie franchise has been given the go-ahead after the solid box office performance of Scream 5. Scream 6 will pick up where Scream 5 left off, repeating the plots of Screams 1 through 4. The Duchess of Cambridge paid a solo visit to in-laws Prince Charles and Camilla, Duchess of Cornwall, yesterday. This was in London. Things got off to an awkward start when Kate complimented the scarecrow in the garden, only to learn that it was Camilla picking flowers. (laughs) Oh, my God. And on the premiere episode of Paris in Love last night, Paris Hilton's husband, Carter Ream, was asked, what is the one thing he would change about her? 
Reem quickly responded, saying everything passed two inches above and below her vagina. <laughs> and that's your Hollywood trash. All right, we're looking for an answer to today's lesson question and uh, the opening song for Tales of the Walking Dead. What would that be? 215-263-WMMR. It is Bill that we're going to go to. Hey there, Bill. Hey, Grandma. <laughs> Hi, Grandma. All right. Hi, Grandma. So, Bill, what will be the theme of Tales of the Walking Dead? I believe it's the ever so fitting. Thank you for being a friend. You yes. are correct. Hang on, Bill. Got yourself a three-day, a pair of three-day tickets for the 24th Annual Philadelphia Tattoo Arts Festival, February 25th through the 27th, Pennsylvania Convention Center. Hi, Grandma. You can get tattooed on site by 1,500 of the world's best tattoo artists. Tickets and info at villainarts.com. That's villainarts.com. Now, Preston and Steve's Music News on 93.3 WMMR. Brought to you by Horizon. You can schedule a heater tune-up and inspection for just $79 and then lock in a spring AC tune-up for only $59. Schedule at horizonservices.com. Korn's new album, Requiem, sees the release today, by the way, of the band is already moving toward album number 15. Jonathan Davis told Music Feeds, we're already working on another record. It's nice being in a band with guys that you get along with and you love. I get excited to write with these guys. And a lot of people in bands that have been in bands as long as us, they hate each other. Uh, they, they can't even be in the same effing room, he said. It's uh, terrible. Korn's members have continued writing new material since finishing work on Requiem. While he wants their diehard fans to be happy with every project, Davis said that making everyone happy it's just not possible. He said, I sit there and I, I read some of the comments, but I think at this point in my career, I'm really just happy putting out what we're all, as a band, collectively, ha- collectively happy about. And if the fans like it, great. If they don't, it's the 14th effing record. It's a lot. <laughs> you, got, you got a lot more records to listen to. It doesn't freak me out like it did back in the early days. I remember years ago, you you know, you go into the uh, the record stores and you'd flick through the records and they'd have them all there and you'd, you know, one, two, three, four. And I remember when you, like, got to the Kinks or a band like that, like, just kept going how many yep. albums they had out. Yep, exactly. Well, these guys, man, it's 14. That's a lot. That's yeah. A lot. Yep. Yeah. Corey Taylor says the new Slipknot album will be a heavier version of Volume 3, The Subliminal Voices. Is hearing this getting you excited for Knotfest, Kath? <laughs> so Sight. During a recent interview, Taylor said the record is actually in the process of being mixed right now. Everything is finished, so it's just being mixed, which is rad news. It is rad news. He said, I think it's probably going to be another three months before it's released. The artwork's done. We go down to Jim Goshesky with the rad news. (laughs) He said, we just came up with the title. I'm not going to tell you it right now, but uh, we're really stoked, so... All right, so we have a rad and a stoked. All right, any, yes. Any bitching in there? Uh, so hopefully three months Tubular. from now. He said we'll uh, we'll less about uh, well less than that. He said we'll get the single out, and then three months from now we'll get the album out. Uh, you know what they should do? Release the album title using like a wordle. Wait, he said it's really killer, man. Oh, oh yeah, okay. So we, we have a killer, uh-huh. a killer man. He said, it's darker than we are, than we are not your kind, but there's a ton of melody. And I've been telling everybody, it's like a heavier version of Volume 3. 
It's got so many textures and layers. The heavy stuff has uh, attack, but the melodic stuff you can just sink your teeth in. There's a lot of great melodies and hooks, and I'm really, really excited for people to hear it. So we got a rad, a killer, and what was the other one? Grody. Stoked. Stoked. Yep. Gag me with the spoon. BTS and Coldplay's collaboration, My Universe, has now been on the UK singles chart for 16 weeks. Wow. Becomes fourth longest charting track of all time. According to Forbes, this means BTS has now broken their own record and Butter drops to become the fifth longest charting title. Uh, The song has become a much bigger hit in the UK than in the US, and although it dipped slightly on the charts, a lot of UK success is credited to Coldplay because it's their homeland. And then finally, Duran Duran couldn't be happier with their first time being nominated in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Earlier this week, the man was among those tapped for induction. The list including Beck, Pat Benatar, Kate Bush, Devo, Eminem, Eurythmics, Judas Priest, Fila Kuti, MC5, New York Dolls, Dolly Parton, Rage Against the Machine, Lionel Richie, Carly Simon, A Tribe Called Quest, and Dionne Warwick. The man posted their personal reactions on the official website. With frontman Simon LeBond writing, just to make it into the nominations list is an honor that I never expected to experience. But for sure, this distinction is due in large part to the fact that we have an army of fans around the world who have unwaveringly supported us for the past four decades. We are all extremely grateful uh, for you making this happen. Bassist John Taylor said, what a surprise and an honor to be nominated by such a highly esteemed organization is truly special in this, our 40th year. For decades now, Duran Duran have been inspired by the incredible support of our beautiful and diverse fan base around the world. To be considered by the Hall is uh, truly next level, and let's hope that we make the cut. So that's really cool. Yeah, and I like the reaction. Yep, I do too. All right, and that is the last item in music news. Let's break and come back, and we'll give away a Word of the Week prize. Excellent. Wrap it up, put it in a nice little package with a bow on it, and send it off to Pierre Robert. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Love MMR? Buy some gear. Check out the rock shop at WMMR.com. It's fancy. No, it's it's not. The most hated jeweler in America makes it so easy to get engaged. Meet the beautiful, classy, and brilliant Krista. She's Stephen's most loved engagement ring and will dazzle. She takes the stress and guesswork out of finding the perfect ring. A bright white, high-quality, round, brilliant diamond in a classic solitaire setting. Meet Krista today, starting at under $700. Online at IHateStevenSinger.com or at the other corner of 8th and Walnut by appointment only. Free shipping and interest-free financing. It's so easy. Steven Singer Jewelers. That's I hate stevensinger.com. Fancy. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Brother the Cloud. Brother, brother, look at that cloud, brother. That Looks like is, a smirk. That is uh, Edward Vetter on 93.3 WMMR, who's uh, playing a solo show. Is that tonight? Yeah, man. Hot damn tonight? Beacon Theater in New York City. I got uh, the new Buffalo stuff there. The yeah, Buffalo yeah, sauce. Yeah, you can get that. Yeah. I, I fully expect a shout out from the stage. <laughs> probably a few Why don't you come on up here to uh, get a take up with the drum kit? <laughs> How about tambourine? I can do tambourine. That's right. <laughs> uh, you think you guys get a chance to say hi to him? No. No, oh. uh, but I'm going in with zero expectations. So if anything does cool, uh, anything cool does happen, I'll be um, ecstatic about That's it. But yeah, I'm, it's you know my first concert in like two years, not counting uh, MM Barbecue. I haven't seen anybody at all at any point since uh, the Struts uh, downtown 
uh, in like the December of uh, 2019. So I'm just excited to go to a show, and, and, uh, and I've never been to the Beacon Theater before. What'll be oh interesting too is it's going to be all new music, unreleased yeah. music, other than Brother to the Cloud, and then the first one that we play, the Long Road. Yeah, yes, and then otherwise it's going to be unheard music. Yeah, he did. T- he did a show last night. There were two Pearl Jam songs in that show. He did a bunch of covers. Uh, and the band is supposed to be great. It's John for um, uh, Josh Klinghoffer, um, uh, Chad Smith from the Chili Peppers, Mike Watts. So there's a bunch of really cool uh, artists that, that are playing with him. Um, he covered uh, the Beatles. They did "Here Comes the Sun." Oh, ah, wow! So and you guys and you guys are getting there early tonight. You're going to be there. Well in advance for doors open, <laughs> waiting for you to get in there. Oh, right? yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Listen. That's the way I roll. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah, there's, there's you never one, know. There's one Traveling person. Air Pierre. There's one <laughs> person in charge of, tra- uh, of travel, and that's me. <laughs> what? And I'm, I I bought the train tickets, and, and I, I'm getting there on time what? with you tonight. Um, we're going to the 30th Street uh, station together. We are? Yeah, I'm nervous about this. <laughs> I don't want to miss any of it. What are you nervous you about? Should be. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh. Why are you saying that? Who's who's Pierre? I actually had a nightmare the other day <laughs> that you didn't show up. I swear to God. Like, I had a dream. Did he have the tickets? Uh, the tickets yeah. are, will be waiting for us up yeah. there, and Pierre got them in. But they're, oh. Sorry. Pierre's name. I was going to say, if, yeah. he doesn't, if he doesn't show, just go without That's him. what Preston said. <laughs> okay. I said, dude, yeah, I'll meet you there. No or problem. buy a wig. <laughs> well. When uh, if I'm tra- if I'm going to shows with people, I try to do that now. So I get their tickets for them and give them to them in advance, or leave them in their names, <laughs> right? So that I don't keep people waiting. Well, I think it'd be nice if you guys could travel up together and uh, you know Before get you all know, excited. I want to take the dry cleaning tag off your shirt. <laughs> <laughs> Are you kidding? Oh, He's got the dry cleaning tab. You're all set, pal. On his shirt. Oh my god. <laughs> See. Uh, I did be a hell dry, of a night. It wasn't dry cleaned. I washed it. And you put your own tags on. N- no, I um, I wanted to wear corduroy for Eddie okay. so he could see us and because um, he likes corduroy. <laughs> um, so I wanted it to be all spiffy and spanny. And, but um, what I did was I, I can't. I can't stand wrinkled clothing. Right. right. So right. I take my clean. It. Clothes to the dryer to get them. I mean, to the cleaner right. to get them pressed. Okay. So she pre- okay. And um, that's what that was. <laughs> you, look, okay. you look very nice. So well, it's still it's kind of a dry cleaning get. tag. It's, it's still like the same thing. Cleaner, yeah, yeah. No, know. it came from the cleaner. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And because uh, they didn't button the buttons on my collar. See. In okay. your, your pants are on inside out. <laughs> <laughs> that wouldn't surprise me. Nothing would surprise me. <laughs> About traveling and living with me. This is going to be a fun trip, bro. <laughs> and we are going to bro it up. Yeah, man. All right. So I'm coming back Just to the radio couple station. Bros. I'm coming couple back to the radio bros. station this afternoon. And when Pierre's shift is done, we're going to the train station together. What about yeah. five, six, seven? Uh, yeah, uh, four, fifteen. Four fifteen. That's it. That's be it. There at Especially right? for the, yes. the, 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 I've been to the Beacon many times. I love it. I but love you're, you're wise to make sure you get there early. That's what I told him. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> sure Listen, you got to get there when the sun rises. <laughs> yep. If you're going to catch the fish, yep. we're going ice fishing. Absolutely. We're going, going to. We're in yep. Central Park. Wow. There's a little pond there. Cool. Absolutely. The marlin are biting. Yeah. The marlins are jumping <laughs> through the ice. Pike out of that thing. <laughs> and you get out there on the ice and you build a little fire and then you put your line in and yeah. you talk sports. Until you, you got get it all down, man. Maybe Eddie will come back to your ice shack after the... Well, 
Absolutely. Eddie will come fishing with us. <laughs> He'll come ice fishing, won't he? Yeah. That's that's the plan. Yeah. <laughs> that's the okay. Plan. I think I've got it all down now. It uh-huh. looks good. Yeah. All right. All right. You guys take pictures and stuff so we can see. Yes. We'll do it. You guys ice fishing together. I, I would be. I think obviously you you don't know how it's going to play out, but I, mean, I think there's a chance you might you know get some sort of Eddie time. Perhaps. I, yeah. I mean maybe, but I, I doubt it. Uh, here's the thing. It's it's a Eddie Vedder show in New York City on a Friday night. You know. True. So like I'm True. sure there's going to be a, a bunch of celebs there. And yeah. It's, it's for me. It's a concert uh, for my favorite artist, and I'm psyched to see it. So you, you, well, once Joy Behar gets out of the dressing room, <laughs> <laughs> you know, that lady is an attention hog. And uh, Joy Behar at an Eddie Vedder show. You never know. <laughs> it's never New York. Um, no artist is seeing anybody in, in this in the hopefully remaining days of COVID. Mm-hmm. Um, there's no meet and greets right, anywhere. Right, right. Um, that's a good point. Everything yeah. is locked down. I mean, even when it was locked down, Hailstorm had to cancel that uh, or had to postpone those shows in Philly for a couple of months um, because even in the tightest of structures. It it got in right, so um, and they don't want to risk it if they've yeah. got ex- more sales. shows yeah, to do. Yeah, yeah. Right? yeah. yeah. This yeah. is only the second show tonight. I blame uh, Pierre for this. <laughs> <laughs> Pierre had the COVID. Came yeah. in his old crappy and touchy and feeling like what the hell? <laughs> it must have come straight from prison because there were numbers on the shirt. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Thank you, dear wife, for taking my tag off. You're welcome, sweetheart. It's so loving. All right, well, Daddy's got to move things along. We need to do the letter of the day. You ready? Yeah, Dad. All right, here we go. Now, the Daily Letter. All right, the President Steve Show is brought to you today by the letter. R as in rock and roll. Yeah, baby. We have a pair of, well, you know, we'll tell you about the prize when you call. Let's take caller number 6 at 215-263-WMMR. And if you win the prize, I will let you know what it is you have won. So give us a call right now, 215-263-WMMR. Caller number 6 gets to take a stab at it. Uh, What's happening on your program, man? Uh, we've got uh, Workforce Blocks of the Black Keys and another pair of tickets to give away for the show July 30th over in Camden. Uh, and we've got uh, Bob Marley. His birthday's coming up on Sunday, so we're going to celebrate today. And the great Alice Cooper is got a, has got a birthday today, and we shall celebrate that in Workforce Blocks. Wonderful, wonderful. All right, um, there are people that are texting and laying bets down whether you guys will make it up there tonight or not. Oh, oh ye, such of, little faith. <laughs> well, no, not because of you, but because of the uh, the ice and stuff. Oh, uh, what are they trying to Yeah. What's a little ice among friends? What is it, exactly? We can leave at six, seven, we'll get there in plenty of time. <laughs> of course you will. And there might be a little shiny bright object I might, might need to stare at. Why? I'm hell? distracted. Oh. <laughs> Wait, what? Everybody in the room was like... What? What's he talking about? <laughs> in other words, on our way, I've told you stories about on the way to the airport, I see something oh, like you a get, puppy. And you get oh, yeah, yes. Yes, 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 of uh, course. That's it. Yeah. Well, I, then, what you should do is, like a, like a falconer, make sure you put a mask over his eyes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Stanley's on the phone. Hi there, Stanley. You're calling number six. Good morning. Good morning. It. All right, do you know the word of the week? It is liver. Great day in the morning. <laughs> you got the liver. That's correct. Stanley, uh, we have this hookup from uh, our friends at King Shooter Supply in King of Prussia. We have a pair 
of new handgun training packages. And one for you, one for a guest session includes classroom instruction covering fundamental training on safety, safe handling, and firearm familiarization. And then range time with an instructor, 50 rounds of range ammunition, and a handgun rental. Plus, uh, the package includes an additional hour of range time for each of you. It's a $500 total value. All right, my man? Thank you so much. Absolutely. Buddy, hang on the line. We'll get your information, and we will set you up. Congratulations. I need to thank our sponsors. Preston and Steve Show has been brought to you today by Duncan, the official coffee of the Preston and Steve Show. Also by... Acme. You can download the Acme app to see your all-new deals, rewards, and perks today. Visit acmemarkets.com for details. And also Trinity Rehab. They can help you get rid of your pain. No prescription needed. Trinity-Rehab.com. Next week on the program. All right. We better have this. Martin Cole. Yeah. <laughs> it's been three weeks. This will be three. try yeah. number three. Uh, and it says for real this time next right. to his name. Okay. So we'll see. Uh, and then we'll have uh, comedian Temi Pescatelli on hey! the program, as well as other guests and friends and stuff to give away. So that's it. We are done. Ray John, be careful as the temperatures come down and ice is forming, driving. Keep that in mind. Tonight's going to be a little bit funky. And have a safe weekend. We'll see you on Monday, gang. Bye-bye. Preston Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Bing, there. Doo-doo, be-do. Doo-da-da.